Welcome to Two Warlocks and a Warlock, a Destiny 2 podcast. First of all, I do not consent to this. Second of all, it's two Titans and a Hunter because that was the only space that wasn't taken. Nope, it's it's three Warlocks this week. <sighs> I guess you didn't hear what I said. That's fine. Good. I'm glad you agree. But I don't, because like I said, don't consent. Welcome to Two Warlocks and a Warlock. A Destiny 2 podcast, a show where we discuss tips, tricks and tools to help all Warlocks succeed and enjoy playing more. What makes us different? Well, we're not streamers or YouTubers, we just have a passion for Destiny and are dedicated to keeping Warlocks informed and up to date with all the latest Destiny 2 news, information and opinions. And we encourage your Warlock questions and feedback. You can contact us either at, don't know why, but it's two titans and a hunter at hotmail.com on Twitter at two titans underscore hunter. Now, on with the most warlocky of warlock shows. Was our uh, other warlock question mark? Uh, I don't know. Maybe he's forgotten how to warlock these days. Possibly. So, That's um, it. yeah, I'm I'm gonna try to read my stuff first because my wife ordered groceries from the store. And the groceries are ready to be picked up. So I don't know how they store them. Like, do they store them in a cold place while you get there or what? Not sure. But, uh, yeah. Okay. How's it going, boys and girls? Uh, apparently, we are warlocks today. Oh, yeah, we're all warlocks. I, I'm yeah, not aware. I did not consent. I've done the intro as warlocks, and that's it. You don't need to consent to being a warlock. Warlock is, is not a choice you make. It's a It's a way of being. I was a warlock most of the day today playing sweaty Denver-based Iron Banner. There you go, then. Iron Banner. Because all the Iron Banner is sweaty. All of it. Mm-hmm. I don't, it doesn't matter what country you're on. You're in the servers of. It's all sweats, no matter what. I, I've tried three separate countries. All sweats. <laughs> yeah. Well, <sighs> on the bright side, I played the very minimum of Iron Banner. Speaking of Iron Banner, okay, how do you guys feel about the whole you cannot turn in tokens until you've completed that whole long quest line. Well, Very upset. Yeah, mostly sad, but it's also mostly not a long quest line. Okay. This is the first time I've had to wait till the second Iron Banner to get it done because I just gave up on the rocket launcher kills about halfway through. I think it was it. I think you needed 15 and I had like seven or eight of them. I was about halfway, like eight or seven or 15. I was like, no, I'm not doing this anymore. I can't get to the heavy enough to get rocket launcher ammo to get the kills. If I have it, I'm going to kill. It's just that I, I played a dozen games and got like one kill out of it and just said enough. I'll, I'll do it next time around. Well, the thing that irks me is not only just that, right? Cause obviously that does irk me, but what really gets on my nerves is the fact that it won't stop freaking flashing. I know I have tokens. You won't let me turn them in. Stop flashing at me. You know? <laughs> See, you just need to adopt the the flash block that I installed into myself when Eververse yeah. flashed for a month, and I was like, uh, <laughs> I was like, honestly, you can flash all you want. I'm gonna ignore you. I'm not gonna look at you. I'm not gonna acknowledge you. You can try to get my attention all you want. Do not care about you. That sound can only mean one thing and one thing only. Yet again, we have been crashed. So, let's welcome our guest. Well, welcome to the podcast for Dodi. Nice of you to help fill in for Respawn. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. 
Appreciate being here. I'll just explain what's going to happen. So Respawn at some point is going to disappear in the podcast and then reappear. And it's going to be seamlessly edited that he's not actually disappeared. <laughs> so when Vadodi starts speaking and we ask him questions, you may know that Respawn's not here because he actually gets some words out. I can arrange that that doesn't happen. Hold on. Is there a record feature on my computer? I'll just play it on a loop where I interrupt and just say like nonsense that makes no sense as usual. Absolutely fine. Absolutely and then fine. I'll just play on a loop, right? Yeah. So like every other week. Got it. Right. See? Be, be careful what you actually play in loop because, you know, that might be turned into a song. He says might like there's a chance. <laughs> will I will pay. I will only I will only loop copyrighted things. <laughs> <laughs> then it can't go in the podcast can it exactly Yay. so welcome to the show vadodi um respawn tells us that you are an actual warlock in real life <laughs> real life yes yeah in real life i'm a warlock wicked tell us a little bit about you and um respawn tells us that you played d1 with him now you've only just come back into d2 uh yes um i i played d1 for years uh the only i did all the raids and quests the only thing i probably didn't do was uh wrath of the machine was that the last raid yes um yes that was the one thing i was never able to do because i had kind of dropped off um it was supposed to be a short sabbatical and then i was just like you know what there's other games i was literally playing 12 plus hours a day on destiny and it's just like all these are the games and then I just kind of never came back. There is no other games. I'd just like to correct you there. There is only one. And then it moved on to a, a second version of it. Yeah. So what brought you back to Destiny 2? Uh, well, I mean, uh, there's been, I, I have been keeping up to date in terms of the, the base campaign stuff. Like every time there was a new expansion, uh, Warmind um, and uh, Osiris, all that stuff, I, I was coming back and playing a campaign, but then I would just kind of drop it again because I, I do love the lore of Destiny. It has some great lore, the warm gods, the darkness. There's just so much... There's, there's so much thought put into the world building that it, it's it's a very beautiful and majestic story, and, I, and at the very least, I like to keep up with that. Fair enough. But then I started seeing uh, these cool guns, and I was like, man, I want to play again. Not just a story. Like I want to actually. I want like. Uh, I want the sleeper sim. I want the bad juju. I want all these cool guns and the, and the ghosts and the shaders and all that jazz. Pulled me in. <laughs> pulled me in screaming again with all the cosmetic stuff. <laughs> Are you a fan of the Everse model, where you can buy a lot of the cosmetics these days? Uh, yeah. Um, well, I have a love hate relationship with uh, Peta Cosmetic. On one hand, I think it's great because it's not pay to win. Pay to win sucks. Never do pay to win. On the other hand, um, I think it should be a little more like Star Wars Battlefront 2, if anyone has ever played that game. In that game, it has a pay to cosmetic model. Has just been can, edited out. But it basically just, it's like, hey, if you play the game, you can get all the same stuff without paying real money. It's just you have to pour, you know, extra hours into it, which is. You know, this way it's fair because the people who have no lives like myself can be just grind forever 
And then the people who are casual but have like you know a good job, they could just be like, oh, "I want that same thing. Buy it." Yeah, I think that's what Destiny are trying to do towards the end of the season, where you can just kind of buy the points on your pass to get all the stuff towards the end. So it's something they're kind of looking at, but it's not really pay to win in not in so many words, but. I mean, there are, if you're on the premium track, you do get higher tier armor. There, there is that. So you get higher stat rolls on that. Whereas on the, the base set, you don't really, I think it's 40s. On the premium track, you get like high like 60, 62, 65. But it's not really pay to win. Yeah, and I, and I, I, I appreciate the fact that Destiny is not pay to win. Just pay to win the fashion game. The only game that really matters. So, shall we kick things off with this week at Bungie for the twenty third of January, twenty twenty? I think we it's... should. We should tell the good people what is what has gone on this week and what they can expect next week. Well, yes, we we should do that first, shouldn't we? I should do that first. Well, it will go back to the Ark Legendary Sundial. Uh, Crucible rotating playlists include Team Mayhem and Countdown. And guess what? The flashpoint is anyone's guess because it wasn't on the screen this week. So the flashpoint is of... going to be all Russia. <laughs> they did a lot of talking of, "Hey, go and do this, go and do this, go and do this." This is next week in Destiny. I'm thinking, um, no, no, no. That was finishing on Tuesday at reset. It says that's not next week. And one little page, one little line at the bottom. Team Mayhem and Countdown. Like, mm, no flashpoint. No, no other information. No, don't know what's happening mm-hmm. next week. Okay, brilliant. So I'm curious if Team Mayhem is different from the normal Team Mayhem we have. Was it actually an individual Mayhem the entire time that we were just playing in teams? It's it's just Mayhem. Maybe mayhem. I don't know. Maybe More the points mayhem. are different. Yeah. yeah. Something we'll find out. Yeah. See, so, so to my point, even Bungie doesn't care what the flashpoint is. <laughs> no one cares what your flashpoint is anymore. You'll be surprised on Tuesday. And as a reminder, keep holding your polarized fractaline for the Empyrean Foundation, which is coming in a couple of weeks or well, about a week by the time you've heard this podcast. So just keep doing your things, doing your quests, doing the sundial, just doing anything because. It randomly drops even when you don't have one of those boons on or one of those um, polarized fractaline generators. It, it just drops. So, yeah, just keep doing what you're doing. Always do. Let's dive into this week at Bungie. So, they say the path was found. The corridors of time have been charted. Guardians from around the world took on the monumental challenge of navigating time itself, some losing their minds in the process. We've never shipped a puzzle of this size before, and watching the community engage was a thrill in itself. We've seen a few requests for commentary on the creation and development of this puzzle. As always, we're happy to invite you behind the scenes and share some of the thinking that goes into the experience you play. Destiny Dev Team. Over the past week, we've watched in awe as the community came together to solve one of Destiny's most complex puzzles to date. Everyone who took the time to participate in the solution will be remembered for years to come. Whether you submitted a screenshot, transcribed, 
puzzle pieces, generated maps, wrote code, worked on the data, or cat-wrangled this monumental team effort, please take a moment to congratulate yourselves. Your efforts and accomplishments were truly inspiring. Watching the first player solve the puzzle in the early hours of Monday morning was a career highlight for many of us on the development team. With the puzzle solved and the corridors of time closing next week, we wanted to take a moment to talk about our goals and early designs for this puzzle. When we started planning the puzzle, we created a few goals to guide our development, creating a time maze through which any player can dive to discover secrets and lore, serve as a shared community puzzle that rewards an exotic fusion rifle, celebrate community achievements and invite all players to partake in the reward. With this goal in mind, we took inspiration from multiple sources in creating an early design puzzle. And they say the bones of it originated several years ago with the discovery of the sleeper simulant and the ensuing quest to unlock it. At the time, we recognised that the moment of discovery was reserved for a few people that happened to be online at the time when the hidden content was unlocked. Similarly, the secret missions for Whisper and Zero Hour are also moments of discovery reserved for a few people online within the time limit. By contrast, this puzzle was meant to be experienced by everybody who wanted to be included. During our annual studio pentathlon, many of us spent the entire day solving puzzles crafted by some of our brightest minds. This always accumulates in a meta puzzle that cannot be solved without the contributions of all the smaller solutions. Similarly, with the Corridors of Time puzzle, it was designed from the start to be very simple in nature, but also required all of the little bits coming together in harmony before revealing the solution. The puzzle seemed to fit well with this idea of Corridors of Time, with players meandering and weaving through time to find a specific reality. Again, we want to thank everyone who participated in the puzzle or cheered from the sidelines. So here's a list of everybody that's kind of was involved from what I can gather. So for streamers, we have Chevy, Evan F, Frank underscore UK, Glad, Clyde, Katie Cat, Fami, Raz, Say No to Rage, Scarrow9, uh, I have no idea how to say this, Psychoff, uh, Sweatschools, Vendetta, Zoe, the community team, which were Cause, Cat's Army, Corridor Crunch, Corridors Inc., Rick Kakis, Marsh, Team Ninji, Team Raid Secrets, Vault Explorers, and Zycor. Data Managers, AC, Chevy, Ubak, Haha Bananas, Infinite, Fat Sleepy Panda, Frank UK, I Have Toes, Paristo, Roboto, Stream Chat, York is Down, General Managers, Flame, Hope Light, Paristo, Raz, Art development was Athel, Corvos, Neris, Regina, Stevwiz, TJ09, and Zycor. Did you hear all of that? So I was in red for some of that. I heard all of that. I'm impressed you made yourself read all of those names out. That was well done there, buddy. <laughs> I just thought it'd be nice to actually recognize these people for what they actually contributed to help solving us all. Because it was a hell of a lot of work from from what I saw and what we were talking about last week. Yeah, it was it was a ton of work. I was watching the I follow Nearest and a couple other folks on Twitter and just sort of seeing like the the map come together and the different paths, you know, being just the you know, just a huge jumble of spaces and shapes start to sort of take shape and then as they narrow things down. But I I don't know. This is another one of those things I just go, yeah, we're, we're going to remember you from years to come. Are, are you, though? Is anyone yeah. going to think about this in a week? 
because this uh, is another, you know, you do remember the puzzles. Uh, sort of like this one. Honestly, I, I won't remember because I didn't like, I, again, you know, I went through, I got the emblem. I didn't even know to look down that there was anything there. Like I, the puzzle missed me entirely, which, you know, they, and they put all the work in and then they said, okay, you have basically two weeks to do this or we're taking it away forever. Okay. Then I'm just not going to do it. Cause why there's literally no reason to run this now. I can talk to Saint 14. I can pick up the quest. I can get the Bastion. Why? I mean, I know it was a thing to do that, you know, a handful of people could actively really participate in and everyone else could submit a screenshot maybe, but I, I don't know. I, I just have such mixed feelings about this. Yeah. I did think it was interesting. I saw Kotaku had an article in it and a bunch of other places have picked it up too about a bunch of you said sort of they were, they used the movie Cube as sort of inspiration from this, which is one of my favorite movies. So I was, thought that was interesting. So Cube, if you haven't seen it, it's sort of, it's a horror movie um, where, you know, a bunch of strangers wake up at a cube and sort of the, as they make their way through each of these different, you know, cubes in this maze, each room looks most identical to the last room, but there's, you know, weird symbols and, sh- and colors and shapes and death traps that try to kill you. So, you know, of course they're trying to make their way through and f- trying to figure out which of them you can trust which I thought was interesting that that was sort of their inspiration for this because there wasn't really anything at stake. You run through a room and you just keep running and running. You know, I guess I think it was more the, the you know, people just keep going, you know, going through this structure over and over again and they don't know if they're making any progress or not. Well, yeah, that's a fun movie to watch, but it's not a very fun game to play. <laughs> so, I mean, I mean, I, I could see you know, where the inspiration was. So I thought that was interesting, but it's, Again, you know, it, it's just, you know, they say, oh, this big community event, but no, it really wasn't. It was, you know, the, the you know, 30 or 40 names that Night Demon read off and you know, all the folks who submitted screenshots. But largely, you could have gone through and still could go through the game without ever knowing this thing existed. If you just, you know, pick up Destiny casually and, you know, go play whatever, you could have totally missed this and it would have no bearing on your life one way or the other. And again, to make this whole thing two weeks, you put again, you know, however much, you know, it's the biggest puzzle they've ever made and all this. Why take it away? Why not leave it there and, you know, you know, drop some other little, little treasures into it periodically, you know, you know, have it be a living part of the game instead of, Hey, we built this whole thing for two weeks and now it's gone. Oh, okay. Well, we're a living part of the game for at least till the end of the season. Right. Yeah. At least, at least that. Cause yeah, would I get my 19 lore things at some point? Yeah. Am I going to do it, you know, before Tuesday? No. So, you know, there, there's... I've seen some things on Reddit and just some different articles. The, you know, you had to be there when parts of Destiny. And some of them are fun and exciting. And some of these just, I don't know, just sort of hit me as a lot of work for not much. I mean, we, we got a reward a couple days early that we were going to get anyway. Uh, yeah, you know, I mean, it's, they, it's like it, it's a cool thing to do if you're a streamer and looking for a puzzle to solve. But that's the puzzle part of Destiny is fun, but it's a looter shooter. I'm not playing it to solve in-depth puzzles, which, again, you still even as a single player couldn't really solve or really have a hand in unless you're have a ha- you know tens and tens of hundreds of hours to throw at this thing or can write a script to put pieces together or something. I don't know. It's it's. They keep saying big community event, but yeah, it was sort of, but not really. I don't know. It just it, it just sort of hits me cold. The whole thing is just like a, a whole lot of work, and for what? I don't know. Maybe I'm just maybe I'm just old and grumpy this week, but it just seems like what's the point? 
it's interesting you say you know the the had to be there when kind of moments that they they kind of hinted at and then they're trying to push more towards but we had three weeks of the dawning where we could have upgraded a sparrow that i had more of a you had to be there when to upgrade that sparrow and it was on the roadmap of you've got three weeks to do this this thing's come around and gone this is here it's not on the roadmap nobody really knows about it so you had to be there when you had to just you know know that this thing was going on because if you're away you know you're on holiday for two weeks you don't have access to cross save or the stadia or anything else like that then you've missed out on 19 law pages you've missed out on an emblem and you know that that doesn't seem fair because maybe you might have made considerate you know i know it's, it, destiny's not the be all and end all of your life but you may have made some kind of adjustments to kind of be involved somehow i don't know honestly i'd say go watch the the movie cube and it would be more enjoyable than <laughs> this puzzle and you know <laughs> i don't know i, I it, it was interesting. I, I I do appreciate though them saying like sort of here is our inspiration behind it. Here's sort of the story behind it. I like having sort of some insight into sort of what they were thinking of when they built these things. Because so, at least I can see okay that's what that was sort of what your motivation was or your inspiration. I can sort of see why and how that fits together. But again, it just it, it felt like it felt like a puzzle with no stakes. You know, it's not like there's any. You run through a room and then you get to another room and another room and another room. It's like there's no there's no boss fight. There's no stakes. There's no materials I can collect. Or, there's no nothing. It's just, do I want to run through rooms endlessly? And then to get a gun that you're going to give me anyway? I don't know. It just, you know, the whole thing just seems like, what's the point? But anyway. So, so what would you have done? Every five levels put a boss fight so that at least you know you're making some progress or something? I would give some point to it. I, I don't know. I mean, the whole thing just, again, if if I were playing Destiny you know, more casually, I could have completely missed this entire event and wouldn't really be any worse off for it. I don't know. I, Had I just, we not completed the puzzle, do you think the Bastion would have been released? Yeah, it was on the roadmap for the 28th. They would have released yeah. it on Tuesday. Yeah, gotcha. they would have they given, you know, say 14 or whoever the quest on Tuesday. And that's it. So it's like, yeah, we got this a couple days early, but why? You know, why not make it a different, you know, why not make it a different reward than something we already know? And, you know, which which brings to the discussion of having a roadmap. Is it good to have the roadmap and seeing what you're going to get, or is it more fun to find out? And I mean, well, in, the, in this case, we need to have the roadmap because now they're closing the gates. So anybody who doesn't complete the Bastion quest, you're out, right? No. No? No, 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 Bastion's no, there. Just, just the quarter. Gonna be fine. Just the whole puzzle thing is gone. So the Bastion you can still get. So again, just the puzzle goes away in the nineteen lore pages. But we had to do the puzzle to get the Bastion. Hence, yeah. I am confusion. No, no, it's, it's like Niobe Labs. They had to do the thing to unlock the thing. Now the thing's unlocked. So you, everybody can get it from Saint, Saint Fourteen. <laughs> oh, you don't, okay. You, you, you don't. You don't now have to worry about running through the corridors of time to get the quest you can just go and pick it up from scene 14 but not necessarily you again you're missing out on the law the law pages and the emblem you're also missing out on story content as well because at the end of that last 30 or so doors that you go through there's a you know quite a significant part of a story i know it's just audio 
But it seems very interesting that it could tie into something later on down the line that if, again, you weren't there when, you don't know that's happened. You don't know that part of the story. I mean, they may kind of bring it up again in like a cinematic or something from another point of view or a, a ghost point of view or so on and so forth. But you've missed out for the, for now if, if you are like following the story. So could I could I now like today go you know run the 30, 30 room sequence yes. and get that story so the story is still there like I can still go and and hear that and you know un- unlock Bastion only up now, until, t- until Tuesday uh, right until yeah right up until Tuesday yeah so yeah I don't know again it, again I, I beat this horse to death I just why you know yeah, it but if you like miss whole, it whole you know nothing, my but. name is Vice and Mylan Games got you covered. <laughs> right yeah yeah and and honestly that's like w- like when i ran the the thing for the devil's the devil's ruin that had the you know um scene 14 and them talking at the end i just watched it on the video i did like i i did it in the game but i didn't listen to the whole thing in game i watched it on the video first and that way i could just sit there and enjoy it versus listening to the whole thing in game but i don't know it just seems like a lot of a lot of it for nothing but yeah yeah, yeah. i mean it was a lot of build-up and the puzzle well, it was a big community event, like you were saying earlier. I heard you saying you guys couldn't hear me. I was trying to talk, but you guys couldn't hear me. But you're all like, well, I mean, is it really a big community event? Technically, yes, it was, because everybody participated. But it just no, wasn't didn't. a difficult one. Well, I mean, out of all the pieces that could have been gotten, they got most of them. So hmm. enough people participated, but, at least. For yeah, all the time true. and effort that Bungie put into it, it seems a shame that it is going away as quick as it is, like Parody was saying. Yeah. You know, it should be something that that maybe the, the corridors start destabilizing at, towards the end of the season. So maybe two weeks before the end of the season, you know, y- y- the time is up. But those law pages should still be able to be obtainable up until that point, or the emblem should be obtainable up till that point. You know, yes, we did the the thirty or so run through. We've unlocked the Bastion quest. Okay, we we can bring that up in another section. But two weeks is too short for anybody. To, I th- I think it's it doesn't seem fair. You know, it just it's you know something. I just ah. Uh, <laughs> I I you having a mental breakdown, and it isn't even me and Parody's I, fault uh, this week. <laughs> I, Use your words. Yeah, I, I think that the the corridor should have been something more inclusive. I'm I'm not taking away anything from those dedicated people that helped solve the puzzle, but I think it should have been something more of an individual participation. Like as an example, maybe in game at the tower, pieces are brought back and more and more puzzles are revealed. Like uh, like the kill tally that we had on Mars as that big community event. So the more and more pieces that are brought back, it maybe unlocks a certain point in the in the puzzle. But you, it's something on a board that you can go and click on in the tower that's visible to everybody. And say so you, the more time, more things that are run through, more people that run through it, or the more enemies that are killed in it, maybe that triggers something else to be then revealed on the puzzle. Yes, it would then kind of be time gated, but then they could kind of work it out if if we're working faster and going through the and deciphering this puzzle quicker, that would have been more of a you can go in and, and actually help solve this rather than go to this streamer and give them a picture. 
you know, for them to then create a spreadsheet, do this, do that, because I mean, Datto mentioned it on his um, YouTube video that he put out about the Bastion, that he knows what it's like to be like a normal person this time around because he hasn't been involved in it because he was away. But I don't feel that he actually kind of gets it because this is one experience that he's kind of missed out on. He'll be back for the next time. The next time there's a big puzzle, Datto will be there or math class will be there and they'll be involved and, oh, look, you know, we've done this. But it, it just seemed that it was like, oh, look, this is a puzzle for the streamers to figure out. Oh, joy. Let's just all wait around and see what they have to do. You know, I can contribute. I could go into their stream and say, I've got this puzzle piece. But eight or nine times out of 10, people were turning up with the same puzzle piece. Yes, they were They were contributing, but it wasn't. It was like, oh, well, the, yeah, we've got that one already. Oh, yeah, we've got that one. We're hunting this one. We want a bounty on this one, calling out specific pieces. And unless you were actually kind of in the know about this, you kind of missed out on it. You know, and I I understand that you know it's it's building the viewerships on these Twitters or on these Twitch accounts and these mixers on the YouTubes, and that's good for those guys. But it's it didn't seem like it was a puzzle for everybody to actually get involved in. Even if you participate, you in actually running through the corridors, you're actually participating because you may have killed like two or three enemies, and that kind of ticks that you know number over just enough for like somebody in the towers puzzle or everybody's puzzle piece to kind of click over and go oh wow that bit's revealed somebody's killed you know so even if you're not actually intentionally taking participating in it people that are actually going into it and actually doing it are actually contributing without even knowing really so it, it would have been more of like that mars event that we had and also what what was really confusing was when the reset came around last tuesday and everybody had the the thing of going to see Osiris and picking up a quest that didn't make any sense because if you were, if you weren't somebody that was in the know or somebody that wasn't watching the streams and, and following Twitters and things like my friend or even my son, he goes to Osiris, he picks up this quest, clicks on the, the sundial and he just goes into the corridors. He doesn't know he's got to go and kind of read obelisks to get different patterns these people would not have actually, I don't understand why it popped up as a, as a quest kind of thing for everybody because it didn't make any sense because it'd still be there now for them, you know, and there's still be like, well, why is this still on my director that I've, I've picked this thing up and there's a quest. What am I meant to be doing with it? And if they don't know to go and look at these different places, it'd still be there until it kind of just disappears next week. And you know, I know they're none the wiser at that point. Yeah, I, mean, I mean, I think all of our talking has brought us sort of back to there's a huge disconnect between what happens in the game in the game and what happens in the game that's basically totally outside the game to understand it. Because this, you know, again, you pick up the quest line, there's nothing in the game to tell you what's going on. Absolutely nothing. Yeah. Other than, hey, here's a place to go to. What do you do? Oh, like just even just like the tiniest little bit of explanation or audio clip or something. To even tell you you're supposed to wander through this, you know, just something. And I know, you know, everyone likes their puzzles and solve it all, but there's just, yeah, there's nothing in the game to tell you this is even something worth your time. I, I would have stepped into that and gone, okay, ran through a couple of rooms, this is nothing, and said, okay, someone else will tell me what to do with this later. I, we need a little bit more in the game for people who are playing the game, not, oh, I hope I watch the right streamer to figure out what's going on. 
so Vadodi, have you got any input that you kind of were you involved in this? Did you know about it? Uh, what what exactly is it? Exactly. Yeah. Um, the, okay. Remember <laughs> that, how I was telling you you had to do Bastion, a quest a to get the Bastion before it's gone. Yeah. Yeah. Remember? Yeah. Oh. Um. Yeah. I mean, so for something that involved, from what you guys are are saying, and like when you put so much time into something, it probably should be around for a lot longer rather than just like, oh, hey, we put all this work in and now it's gone. Okay. Yeah. I mean, as somebody like like you said when we first mentioned it, you were like, what is this? So. I'm guessing you don't follow a lot of streams and a lot of YouTube videos and things like that, then? Uh, I do, just not for Destiny. <laughs> <laughs> Fair enough. So, exactly, to what one of our points was that people that are, are just playing the game and this thing shows up on the director saying that they've got a quest, are they really that bothered? That, that, you know, they're running around in the, these corridors of time and they're like, mm, you know, I can't find whatever this is. I'm just going to go off and do whatever I want to kind of do in the game. It just, it made no sense at that point. Yeah, and when I'm trying to explain this to him, I'm like, you got to get that mission. He's all like, why? I'm like, could you get the Bastion? What is that? It's a linear fusion rifle. What is that? Oh, not linear. Sorry. It's a, it's a, it's a kinetic fusion rifle. fusion rifle. What does that mean? You know, and there was no information whatsoever that he, as a new player, had any clue as to what he was picking up when he got it. You know? Yeah. So, yeah, yeah just no information whatsoever. Yeah, I mean, which brings us into the bigger problem of, you know, and Vanuti, I'd be curious about your your experience on this. Coming into, you know, you played D1, so at least you're sort of familiar with what Destiny is and how Bungie treats it, but, you know, experience as a new player, is there, does the game just feel like here's a thousand things to do, but no real reason to do any of them? Or, you know, sort of what's your what's your take on it? I'm, curious, I'm always curious to see when people who haven't been living in this week in and week out for years now, how it is to come in fresh. <laughs> Uh, it, it's it's a bit overwhelming. Um, a lot of the stuff doesn't really explain stuff. I was I was talking to my brother about this last night actually, and I was saying the the quests and like the descriptions of Destiny quests are basically what like a fifty year old soccer mom hears when her son is talking about <laughs> games. Sorry, <laughs> that was it's just like what, but you're, it's like, you're right. what, it's like go, go to the pit of heresy and unlock the ancient tribal eunuch of time like what does that even mean like (laughs) yeah what's the point (laughs) do this why if i don't what happens nothing and not just that but he's sitting there asking us because because like at first he started playing on xbox right and then me and dandy were playing on pc and i'm like look if you want to if you want us to help you out i need you to jump to pc do you have a pc also shut up i know what you're gonna say but don't start with me right now and we're all just like you know, yeah, come over to PC if you got one. He goes, I'm going to see if he can play it. And then he jumps on and he sees how clean it is on PC. And now he hasn't come back to Xbox yet. But that's that's a side point. The point is this. While he was playing on Xbox before he jumped on PC, he's all like, well, what's, what DLC is first, X, Y, or Z? Okay, cool. I've done that. Now what? Okay, cool. I've done that. Now what? There's no linear progress. I'm sorry. There's no way to tell what needs to be done before what when you're a new player. He came in. He had all these DLCs. He had no idea where to start, you know? And he's even asking, well, who's first, Osiris or this or that or the other? And I said, oh, well, that guy's first, right? Because I forgot that there was an Osiris DLC before the C-14 Osiris stuff. So I told him, no, this thing is before Osiris. And then um, then he's like, no, Osiris is first. I'm like, what? Whatever. Point is, is there's, for a new player like him, 
like he just had no no clue where to go and i was having a hard time helping him because all the crap that he's asking me we did years ago right but what are we doing with this hell i don't know man (laughs) what does it say (laughs) and 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 even the stuff you've done it's like okay i did this but it's not like it it's not like it's if you don't do this it'll stop you from progressing like all these exotic weapons and all these side quests and all these things like well, if you don't do it, you it's not like it's going to gate you from doing... It's not like you have to do this to unlock something else. Like, yeah, there's some campaign stuff, quest stuff, whatever, but it's not like, oh, if I don't play... If I don't, if I never touch a gambit, it's not like I can't go do something else. It's, it's just, yeah, here's your, here's your buffet of stuff to eat where none of it's really related, and there's no story even to try to follow. You know, Go pick something and figure out what it is. Good luck. Uh, yeah. It's something, something they need to spend some time with to, to even... Right. Even just help people explain wh- why am I doing any of this? Because the and answer he up a good point. The Sorry. answer sh- is hopefully you know because I'm playing with my friends. Because beyond that, I don't know what the reason would be. Right, and he brought up a good point. He says, "This is an MMORPG, right?" I'm like, "Well, yeah, kind of." He goes, "Why can't we trade weapons?" I was like, "Because then it takes away from the grind." And he said, "MMORPGs are always the grind anyway, but you can still trade weapons." And he, uh, Vidoti was tilted. I was just like, dude, chill. But no, he's, he's got a point, though. I understand not trading like exotics, like 10K voices and things like that. Maybe not even pinnacle legendaries. But if you got like a really good rolled, you know, go figure and you got a new player, be like, here you go. Have at it, you know? As long as you meet the level cap for it, there you go. Have fun with it. So, I mean, I... The way he, the way Vidodi explained it, he goes, yeah, if it's an MMOR, MMORPG, there should be some level of in-game trading, even if it's only between friends or clanmates, right? Introduce some kind of a trading slash barter system. That way, guys like him could, could get a leg up or whatever if they're just joining the game. Yeah, possibly. Yeah, and, and there's really nothing, it's not like any of it matters. It's not like it's going to take away from anything. No, because I mean, you'd have to kind of bar some weapons like the Not Forgotten's and the Lunar's House from being traded. Right, and that's what I said. You know, exotics and maybe some of the pinnacle legendaries, right? I, I get that. The things that you had to actually grind for and get, sure. But just like the random rolls that you can get anywhere in the world drops or whatever, right? There should be no restriction to trading those to somebody. Oh, you've got a god roll freaking spare rations? Hell, I've got, I've, I've got nothing. You know, can I can I have it? Can I borrow it? Can I buy it from you? I've got this God roll. Go figure if you want it, right? Something. Yeah, yeah. It could even be something simple as if you you know if that weapon is in your collections, if you've received that weapon, if you've gotten the spare rations, you can have any spare rations you want. If you've gotten the not forgotten, I mean it's, it's all the same not forgotten. But yeah, you know if you've unlocked that weapon, if you've done the requirements to obtain that weapon, but not the roll you're looking for, yeah, trade it. Who cares? As long, yeah, because as long as you've done the thing to unlock the weapon, you've done whatever the prerequisite is. You just the one you you know, you've gotten it. Just the one you got was not the one you wanted. So just yeah, get the one you want. What's the big deal? I and mean, Destiny is still just a looter shooter, though. It, it wants it thinks it wants to be more, but it's still a looter shooter until they do something <laughs> it's else. It's just a phase, mom. It's just a phase. It's a less neon. <laughs> it's a less neon Borderlands, right? So going back slightly to corridors of time, when I was saying maybe it could have been like something they had in the tower, or maybe they could have had it on the Bungie website. Maybe you could have had the same kind of thing with inputting, and it slowly reveals over time with different 
parts being added to it or the kill count going up for certain things you know kill how many minotaurs in the corridors of time and it progresses a certain opening of this part of the quest and so on and so forth you know it could have been a little bit more interesting with a bit more of community input rather than go to a streamer and give them a picture and then let them work 24 7 you know nearly die in the process of you know trying to get this thing unlocked for something that a lot of the community were like meh you know we knew that was coming i mean i it was never neither here nor there for me i mean it was exciting it was nice to actually get that weapon early um i think it was just a bit confusing that it was on the roadmap at the same time that it was coming on the 28th because they hadn't kind of said anything about this corridors of time and now they've come out and explained it that you know yes it was only there only if you didn't solve the puzzle in time but then what would have happened if we hadn't solved the puzzle would that piece of story disappear you know just be faded off into the the nether because it just was unsolvable at that point of time you know the two weeks were up or would they have allowed the corridors of time to then be continued for a couple more weeks until it was unlocked and then what would have been the outcome if we'd have already picked up the bastion quest and then unlocked the puzzle what what would they have expected at the end of that because they're saying that the bastion quest was linked to solving that giant puzzle but if we got the quest first what would have been the reward for solving that just the story beat at the end of the the corridors i don't understand their reasoning they did they have a backup for it it i'm not sure you know and i've heard a lot of podcasts and a lot of youtube videos say we you know we expected this grand thing you know and some of them were like oh it would have been fantastic if we had gone back into the vault of glass which would have been really fantastic you know from the initial story that we got from osiris where we saw him in the vault of glass it would have been really cool to suddenly maybe go into one of the encounters or the last encounter uh, you know maybe it's a, a match made thing or a, a you know just random thing that you just got dumped in at atheon and had to kill the boss and maybe a vex class might have dropped for a random person in the team which then would have got people to keep going backwards you know keep going through the corridors of time to see if they could get this legendary weapon to be brought back into d2 i could understand the excitement about different things like that and having something you know they they put all that time and effort into the puzzle but not the end reward and i know it's time and money and things and yes it would have just been totally mind-blowing exciting for destiny one players to go back and possibly do that it's something cool for the new players coming in destiny 2 to go what's this and then go back and learn about it it's just i don't know where it would have gone if their plans had gone askew and i don't know if they could have put something else in at the end what do you guys think i almost wonder if they had a plan if it didn't go i mean i, I mean i think honestly if, if the puzzle wasn't solved i think at some point they would have just opened it Sort of like they did with the Niobe Labs. I mean, that's exactly that one, what I was about to say. I mean, yes, I mean, they I mean, just I mean, given it to us. I mean, I mean, and that was because they you know missed a step and then you couldn't solve that puzzle because it was broken. But I think they would have said, you know, hey, by the twenty eighth, if you know, if you know, if two weeks went by, they, they either would have, you know, they probably had some hints they would have dropped. You know, if if it came out and for some reason, everyone just said, what do we do with this? Yeah, hey guys, hey, look down over here. You know, I think they would have dropped some hints and tried to get, you know, push us in the right direction. But I think at the end of it, they would have said, hey, 
Bastion the Quest is available on the 28th. No matter what happens. It's on the roadmap, it's going to come out. That's just what's going to happen. Mm. Sort of being like, hey, we put a puzzle in and nobody follows, solved it, nobody cares, whatever. I don't know. But, it, I mean, I think uh, we're getting we're getting the loot no matter what. It's yeah. just, do we get the loot with a puzzle or do we get the loot without a puzzle? And I got the loot either way, so puzzle is a moot point. <laughs> Which I think a lot of other people did too, because we looked at this and said, why do I want to run through all these rooms to take a picture to give to streamers when I can just wait you know, wait until the 28th, you know, or before and get my reward anyway. What's the point of doing all this? That was sort of my whole point. I, I, I ran the emblem with two friends and again, and we, we got the, got the emblem. Didn't even know there was a puzzle to think about at that point or any other part of it. I didn't go back in to run it. I was like, I, I don't care. Yeah, fair enough. Vadodi? Um, I don't. I don't think I have any input on this particular subject. Fair enough. Nineteen even wants us to care deeply about this. Thing. No, no, just, I don't. I just. Yeah. I just. I, just <laughs> I feel like you're like this is a puzzle. It would have been fun. We're all just like, eh. Good old, good old nah. British dad wants it to mean something. He wants Spongy's hard work to be not for naught. I guess right. <laughs> no, guys, you have to care. They work so hard. Come on, please love Spongy right now. You- Hurry up and get your shopping and get back on a normal computer, you. <laughs> Why, is there a lot of background noise? Yeah, no, we can just... hear wife and children screaming. We can hear groceries being gross. You just sound terrible. You can hear wife and children screaming? I mean, not yours necessarily, but... Interesting. Okay, fair enough. I'll be back home in a few. You must become Ascendant. We are. We are we're, we're at one of the best points in the podcast now. This is where we get to hear parody talk nonstop about issues and upcoming previews. Everything broken in the game. I'm just going to go off on a tangent and just say Telesto, broken. How is it broken? Don't know yet. It's just broken. Just accept that it's broken. Wishender, also broken. Wishender and Telesto, they're best friends. They don't know about the Wishender yet. It's not in any of the notes. It's fine. But in addition, in addition to those being broken, I don't know if you know this parody or demon, but all bows get yes. extra damage when you shoot through foliage. Just as an FYI, I'm wondering. You know the the um, foliage kind of gear that we got last season with all the Vex stuff. I wonder if you could shoot through somebody's arm through the foliage on their arm that you get extra damage. Just wondering. Destiny just if they're working on that top secret Captain Planet DLC crossover, so just just wait, it'll be it'll be fun. So yeah, as as Night Demon said, yes, I have a patch note preview. So last week we had a short and sweet preview of what's coming up in update two point seven point one, and here's some more little bits and pieces they've told us about. They're going to fix an issue preventing Eris from granting her final lore entry. So if you've been hunting Eris lore, this will hopefully fix getting that final entry for you. They've also fixed an issue where the Green with Envy quest was not progressing for some players, and the Playing the Odds emblem was not unlocking correctly for players. This could also prevent players from fully unlocking the Dredgen title, so if you've been hunting that, eh, you know, maybe you'll actually get it one of these days. So, improved Black Armory, Rare Bounty Acquisition. Your chances increase as you complete weekly and daily bounties. Also, it's guaranteed to drop from bounty completions after five days if completing all 801 bounties. So if you have the worst RNG, just go become best friends with Ada, slide into her DMs, 
Do all her bounties for five straight days, and she will give you a rare bounty. Assuming this works properly. Now, onto the sandbox. So they fixed an issue with the heavy-handed mod to trigger from Telesto bolts. So that's one Telesto issue fixed, a different Telesto issue will happen. They've also fixed an issue where players could remain retain buffs from the Worm God Crest, Winter's Guile, and Syntheseps even after swapping armor. Hmm, that's interesting. The equip restrictions on Worm God Crest and Winter's Guile will be lifted once the patch has shipped. We've improved some performance issues in the Chamber of Suffering encounter. We fixed an issue where the players could die while transitioning from the Necropolis encounter to the Tunnels of Despair. We've improved a performance issue that could occur when chunks of land return or are removed during the Sanctified Mind encounter, and also improved performance when certain investment-related messages. This could be reward acquisitions, placing tributes, or interacting with the obelisks. That would sure be nice. The largest impact will be in the tower, but this should help elsewhere. Thank you, Bungie. We're also fixing players who load into Crucible matches faster than their peers will no longer be put in the black screen of Endless Despair. Rather, they will remain in spaceflight until all players have loaded into the match as before. I, I didn't mention this last week on the podcast, but I hadn't touched my controller whilst queuing into a, a Crucible match. And I was just sitting there watching the screen, watching the screen and saying, okay, right, you know, I think it was Dead Cliffs or something came up on the screen. It's like, yeah, brilliant. Then saw the lineup of the Guardians, right? Brilliant, yeah. And then just as I it, it spawned us all in at the, the point and I was about to run towards the capture point, my screen went black and it put me into orbit and went, are you still there? I'm like, I'm not the one that was idle. You were the ones that were idle. I was waiting for the game to load. I couldn't believe it. I was like... What? Yeah. Because yeah. I didn't. Now the I'm, I'm constantly in my menu, like fiddling around. Like, oh, mm -hmm. I must remember to go into the menu before I get kicked. Yeah. The game took so long to load you in the super match, it kicked you to orbit. Yeah. I think I was playing with you at that point. Yeah. You were not very <laughs> happy. And finally, we also have some proposed fixes currently in developed. Now, these in development, these fixes are not coming in this patch, but they're working on the fixes. They just need to, you know, run some QA on them and see how they're going to break Telesto before they release them. So these are coming in the future. So the UI stuttering and frame rate drops while loading or applying mods. Thank you. Frame rate issues with Gambit Gambit Prime. Frame rate issues during the Sanctified Mind. Encounter of the Garden of Salvation Raid. Frame rate issues with the Pit of Heresy Dungeon. Specifically the tunnel encounters. And general improvements to performance on PC when a lot of debris is on the ground. So again, those aren't coming now, but they are working on the frame rate issues for a future patch. Those are going through Q, you know, QA and they're testing those right now. I hope they fix some of the stuttering in the game itself because, oh boy. <laughs> I thought you were going to say right. fix some of the stuttering in the podcast, but that uh, can't be fixed. That's your job, Mr. Editor. Yeah. <laughs> you're, you're here You're here to fix the stuttering. That, that comes inherent. That's a bug, not a feature. Players who have the Leviathan's Breath exotic quest will now be able to access the Arms Dealer Strike. The quest will become available to all Season Pass owners, regardless of which Season Pass they own. Players can pick up the quest from Banshee44 in the Tower Courtyard after reaching Power 800. And you've all forgotten about that bow, because why? Progress well, will I'm now sure count toward... Well, the people that have it and couldn't get it didn't forget about it. <laughs> no, no, they forgot about it. Sitting in their vaults, collecting dust as well. 
progress will now count towards the Season 9 Challenges, Season 9 Rituals, Season 9 Engagement Triumphs, and the requirement for each one have been reduced so they can, can, be, can actually be completed during Season of Dawn. Hmm, that's exciting. While our goal to address these at the beginning of next season, while our goal is to address these at the beginning of the next season, these fixes may be delayed if further issues arise. We'll be sure to keep you apprised as we approach the season of Redacted. There are also performance issues they're investigating, yada yada. They're working on more things. They're not going to tell them tell us about them yet. They're aware of it. And if you, oh, they do say if you have been encountering frame rate drops or stuttering issues. That's during gameplay stuttering issues, not speaking stuttering issues. Please make sure to post your report to the help forum on Bungie.net. Please include which platform you're playing on and what activity you're in in a video if possible. Just to help them figure out where things are coming from, what you're doing at the time, and if you in fact hit your microphone while speaking and stuttering, which is a feature we provide here at Two Titans and Hunter for your listening enjoyment. Now, finally, here is the timeline for your 2.7.1 update on Tuesday. We are going to be getting it at 8 a.m. Pacific, 1600 UTC, and sometime the next day in Oz. Your maintenance will begin. You may experience sign-on issues during maintenance. At 8.45 a.m., 1645 UTC, players will be removed from activities and unable to log on for the next 15 minutes. At 9 a.m. or 1700 UTC, 2.7.1 will be released and you'll be able to log in. And then at 11 a.m. or 1800 UTC, Destiny 2 maintenance will end. And as a reminder, when maintenance starts at, you know, between 8 and 11 for those hours, all the Bungie apps will be offline because all the APIs go offline. So remember, don't think, oh, let me jump in my app while this is going on. You can't. They're all down. Sad face. <sighs> Sadness. And now, one of my known issues, which, as you know, are many. So as you know, boys and girls, over the last few months, we've been gathering feedback associated with game performance. This translates to moments when you may see frame rate drops during activities or long load times when accessing a menu. The team has been deep, deep in the code, looking for the potential causes of these issues. Telesto. Let me help you. It's the Telesto. It probably is. It's, oh, it's totally the Telesto. Let me tell you. So here's the, the latest known issues we've reported in the help forum. So if you're seeing these, these are issues, you're not going crazy. The Ifridid's Gift Triumph isn't unlocking for, for players who collect 50 Iron Banner packages from Lord Saladin. When resetting Infamy rank, progress get, gets reset for the Get Closer step for the Green with Envy quest. The Subdial Fractaline Extractor 3, obtained from the Nessus Obelisk, incorrectly states an increased chance to find the Polarized Fractaline when completing Vanguard Strikes, is actually gives you a better chance to complete them. I'm sorry, to receive them when completing the Sundial or Menagerie, which we mentioned before. The three Dreaming Tokens given to players during the Wish Enter quest sometimes do not all go into the player's inventory and cannot be reacquired on that character. Ooh, sad face for that character. And the Warlock's Arc Web no longer chain lightnings enemies. So remember that sweet video about the warlock chaining all that lightning? Yeah, that's broken now. Sorry. Blame the Telesto. And as always, for a full list of these issues, go to the Known Issues article. We'll have a link on the show notes. Hit up Bungie Help on Twitter or go to help.bungie.com into the help forum. So yeah, if you're seeing bugs, tell Bungie about it. Tell them what platform you're playing on. And if possible, give them a video because that makes it much easier to so they can see what you're seeing and know where you are. And that has been all my issues and patch notes and previews and 
you know, my inability to speak. So, yes, <laughs> we, we keep joking about the Telesto being broken uh, and, and, and how it's like breaking other things. But in reality, it most likely actually is. Because anytime that there's a problem, there also happens to be a problem with the Telesto. The very few times the Telesto was actually functioning as intended, I don't remember there being other serious issues going on. Because that never happened. The Telesto has always been broken. <laughs> there has never been a time when the Telesto was not. <laughs> it hasn't always been broken. There were times oh, when it was. It's always been broken. Uh, you can't tell me otherwise. It's always been broken forever. <sighs> Biscuits. So should we start a respawns report roundup, or have you changed the name this week? I changed yeah. it last week. You won't allow it. You keep saying what, what, no. What is it? Okay, no, no, no. Okay, what is it? it? What did you come up with last week? If you can remember it word for word, exactly what it was, without <laughs> listening to it now, you can have last week's title for there's you know, no, now. There's no chance of that happening. Zero, zero possibility. Like I said, <laughs> <laughs> have you come up with another? Okay, have you actually come up with another thing, or or okay. are you just mad that you'd like to one day come up with another thing? <laughs> I actually liked what I said last week, but true to what I said last week, I don't remember what I said. Well, then, welcome to Respawn to Report Roundup. Respawn repeating revolving no, text. No, there's no 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 there's no repeats this week. It is just Respawn's ridiculous rage filled roundup. No. No, it wasn't that. You're not getting it. Respawn reading rapidly. <sighs> Respawn getting wasted as he reads things that he's read weeks in a row. No, no, it's all new stuff. Respawn reading repeated text that he doesn't realize he's repeating again, and it's yeah. more fun that way. No, that was I, last I, was I was talking about the drinking game where mm -hmm. every time it's like, um, I'll let the team know, or we're working on it, or yada, yada, that, that stupid-ass game. Mm -hmm. um, by the way, I had a hangover after that. Thanks for that. Uh, feedback. Okay, it's Cosmo. You weren't even drinking. Uh, you don't know what I did before. No, we're, we're skipping all the way to there, huh? We're doing, we're doing that first, huh? That's yes, what he so said. he can go to the shops. Remember, yeah. remember, oh, keep the up the storyline. The shops are very well. The storyline this is a choose your own adventure book, and I've died four times already, so I'm trying to keep up. <laughs> All right, so Cosmo, that guy, feedback that uh, feedback that the following is what players would like to see has been passed along right off the bat. Just like the first. Just... What are the what are the points There's that Cosmo points out? I'm, I'm, yes. I'm getting to it. I've, I've just... put the Reddit link below for you to actually read out. Okay. Vendor resets, more loot, post-game reward screens, trials, better exotics, extra RNG stats on drops, meaningful strike rewards. Again, they've let the team know. Is that a good summary of your feedback? The extra stats seems like it could be a fun idea, but would add another layer of RNG on each drop and create the potential for even more less optimal drops. I'd love to hear what others think 
about it as well. Um, as well as this, most of these vendors would refresh their gear every week, I believe, bringing in new rolls on gear and rotating the gear available. We rotated the rolls on gear towards the end of D1's year three, and it was kind of done as a last hurrah since we would be moving on to Destiny 2 in the short term. I can pass along the... F- <clears throat> I can pass along feedback. Yay! That you would like to see vendors offer weapons with weekly roll refreshes. <clears throat> they are aware, ding, 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 of the community's concerns with the above topics and FOMO and Eververse will continue to discuss it with the dev team, Reddit. Nothing to share about Eververse as of now, Reddit. And apparently that has two links. So. No information deserves two links worth of uh, information. Cool. So we'll let the team know that they're still interested in seeing the city made into a playable space in a future update. The Want of Lies and Wishes Exotic Warlock Ornament for the Skull of Dire Ahamkara was meant to be included in Eververse this week, but it wasn't. Cosmos said, I checked into this. Looks like there was an issue and it didn't show up in the store. You think? Thank you, Captain Obvious. We will be adding it back for brightness in a future update. Reddit link. Oh, and here's damage. Oh, here we go. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Feedback about the corridors of time puzzle can be found here. It's a link. As a question. Do you find the story of the community coming together to unlock a new, unique exotic early as a letdown due to the time investment to do so? Is this because of the reward or something else? Would you have preferred expectations here as opposed to mystery? Uh, Okay, that's actually a valid question from DMG. I'll put a point in his favor for now. Uh, when creating the roadmap, we have the goal of setting expectations of value prop. It is proposition. Okay. Yes. When creating the roadmap, we have the goal of setting expectations of value proposition or what's the amount of content coming with the season pass. This gives players the ability to justify the purchase compared to previous seasons. The lack of having the exotic listed could lead to a discussion of lack of value. The lack of a roadmap could lead to discussion of us hiding the season and not providing ample information for an informed purchase. So, with those thoughts in mind, would you rather see a lack of expectations going on into a season or more expectations set? It is an interesting tightrope to walk, a challenging one even. But... We're always looking to improve as Destiny continues to grow. Give thoughts about the Mercy Rule here. Thoughts about the Mercy Rule? What? It should kick in quicker in Iron Banner when you're being stomped like 80 to 20. Just just end it. Just let the game end. They're going to win. There's no point in trying to come back. Just end it quicker. Or, or when they've got 50 points and you've only got six the game should see that that's no, no, no. Please, no. That's a fair point. But also, Bungie needs to actually fix what they discussed in a past update about not putting you into a game that's already in progress and being lost. Oh, no. I, I had the opposite the other day. I got put into a game and I won. 
as I was flying in. <laughs> nice. Um, but- I, th- I think if you're down by that many points, Lord Shacks should come into your team for like 30 seconds at a clip. And I'm not saying wipe the entire other team, but he should run along aside you and murder everybody. Because I ran into Lord, I think Lord Shax 2014, who's apparently the newer version of Lord Shax in Iron Banner this week, which made me think I want the actual Lord Shax to fight alongside me. Or Saint 14. I'm not picky. Well, just give me some, yeah, just give I me some type of dad to, Saint to coax me on my way as we're down 50 points, at least for the morale boost and get some you know witty banter going. I would definitely prefer Saint 14. If we're picking Titans here, either way, um, it's a very interesting game mechanic. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, it is Titan Dad after all. Titan okay, Dad but, will help you on your way. Seriously, seriously though. Okay, so you. So you it's like a reverse of kill streaks from Call of Duty. So when you're negative fifty, you can call in a super champion to save you. Reinforcements what? have arrived, Guardian. It, it's it's like a catch up mechanic though, isn't it? But Destiny yeah. style. Yeah. 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 No. Absolutely. Yeah. 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 Yeah, Titan Dad comes in. He 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 can do no more. You know, say no more than like five kills, and then he's out. Or you know, or set some you know either a timer and a kill thing, and like wipe the you know fifty seven kills and he's out. It's like okay, that's a little too much of a catch up mechanic, but a little yeah, bit just, yeah. Just something, but no, something as, as a more realistic up. thing, what do you think they could incorporate? Like the winning team cannot lock out the losing team if they're losing by so much. I think you just mercy the game quicker and call it a day. You think? I just, yeah, I mean, I think the Mercy just needs, I feel like it's sort of, like, it's not consistent. I mean, again, I, I don't pay that much attention if I'm being stomped exactly how much I'm being stomped. But I feel like, you know, if, if you're down 50 points, just, just call the game. You know, yes, you might come back if, you know, the other team leaves. Or just start kicking the you know, the top players off the other team if, if you're up by that, that much. You know, there's your catch mechanic. Just boot them to orbit, give them the Kale error, and then you're all set. Yeah. <laughs> the yeah, you know, I mean, I, th- I think it just it just ends the game quicker. I mean, it feels it just feels inconsistent when they actually you know employ the mercy rule. I'm sure there's some number it wants to see, but I feel like I'm always one short of that number and have lost games. You know, 100 they have 126 and we'd have like 55 or 60. It's like why there, there's no there's no chance of this hap- You know, coming back for a glorious comeback victory. This isn't Gambit Prime where you can screw around with the other team enough to win. Ooh, standby. When your team not. is losing by X number of points, you get unlimited grenades for X number of time. Eh, make the grenades actually kill people, and yes. <laughs> <laughs> because uh, I can run around and throw unlimited grenades, and it doesn't do much good. Actually, well, let them if, do... I, no, that's okay, a good okay. idea. Give no, the, damage. the losing team suddenly gets mayhem for 10 seconds. So the, the super is instantly charged. Mayhem. Right, no, but they you know guess. how Mario Kart, you know how Mario Kart, the, the, the last person gets like the star to help him catch up, right? What if you did that in the game? Or what if the bigger the gap between the winner and the loser, the more damage the loser's weapon does until they catch up? I don't know. Whatever. Think about it. Let us know if you have any ideas. I'm interested in seeing what's going on with that. Uh, feedback that players aren't fond of lore going away has been noted. Forums link. Epion. Is that a person? Yes. Okay. On a bastion and the puzzle. I'm sorry. On bastion and the puzzle. A bit of confusion about everything that happened today. So I'm going to try to make things a bit clearer. Smiley face. The plan was simple. Release the puzzle in the second half of January. Then release the quest for bastion at the end of the month on the 28th as said in the roadmap. If the community was to solve the puzzle 
Bastion would be released earlier than expected. So that's exactly what happened. Apparently, that's a Twitter in French. Edgar, D1, API issues with Stadia are being investigated. Additional difficulties have delayed a fixed a Reddit link. Discussion topics are not what we're talking about. No. So, you, so can you play D1 on Stadia? Uh, it would seem you can. I have no idea. I didn't think you could. Hmm. Anyway, I don't know why you would, but okay. Good job, Stadia. So no, I know I said, uh, I think at the top of the show, where a lot of podcasts and a lot of YouTubers and, and Twitch streamers have had a few moans this week about what they are disliking in Destiny at the moment. There's, it seems to be the January blues, which is maybe what we should call this episode. Um, but I, I don't really want to moan, moan without kind of having throwing some solutions into the mix as well. So there are a couple of topics that I wanted to bring up this week, and the first one would be Zer. Now this was something that's probably been talked about so many times before, but it only came to kind of I was thinking about this when I was playing with Parody last night. We were playing Iron Banner and uh, popped up and we were like, oh, what's he got? Oh, an Actium War Rig for the Titans. Brilliant. Let's go and have a look at the role he's got. Now, the role he had was a stat roll of 48. I was like, okay. And it was Ark. And it's like, I can pull that out of my collections. I know, you know, I've already got the thing, but somebody else might not actually have that item. Uh, I think somebody in the clan said that they hadn't got it. They were excited to go and get it. But the thing with that is with with Zer, I feel that he should be more of somebody that actually offers something for everybody. You know, so have a curated role of the Actium Warwick. So not with Ark, but with Solar, because Solar are the ones that you can put the mods on for auto rifles which is what you want to use your Actium War Rig for. You know, you want to just keep killing things, you know, more and more bullets. And with the added extra flinch that you can get from, or the not not getting flinch through auto rifles, which would be a perfect combination. So maybe Bungie should look at something like having curated roles from Zer that he brings these different roles each week. And it may, maybe, you know, not high stat roles or, or but or maybe put high stat roles so that it gives the community something to actually go to him for because the large amount of community don't log on and don't go and have a look at what he's got because they've got everything already and they know he's got really bad roles so what's the point kind of thing i mean like i'm saying he hasn't even got the the right role that you'd want on an actium war rig i mean what is stopping Bungie from actually curating each piece that goes into his inventory each week? Yes, I know that they say it's random each week, but what is the problem with curating it? They did it in Destiny 1 for quite some time. They they actually made sure that they, they were picking different things. And, and when things actually showed up that they shouldn't have been, they took them away pretty quickly. You know, what is the issue with having like high strength build on a Worm God's Caress, the Claws of Ahamkara, the Liar's Caress, etc., etc.? different curations for what would actually strengthen that exotic so it would make people actually want to go and visit him and like with destiny one we had the ability to re-roll the armor and and weapons so but not necessarily um exotics but we had the chance to re-roll exotic 
armor pieces. So we had things called glass needles. And you could buy these in a, a pack of three. So you, you could, you I think you could buy buy as many as you wanted, but they came in a pack of three and they cost quite a lot of your currency at the time. And what I'd like to see is like high stat rolls that you could then re-roll. So possibly if you got like, the, we'll, we'll take the Acton War Rig because I'm talking about it. So say you've got an Acton War Rig and it's got a stat roll of 62 but you want more intellect than you want strength. So maybe the re-roll could help you re-roll that. It re-rolls all the stats, but it doesn't go any higher than 62, but it also doesn't go any lower than 62, but it just rejuggles those 62 points until you get to the point of, yes, I'm happy with that. So maybe you might get something that gives you 20 or 30 in whatever you wanted in that. You know, Maybe you want intellect rather than strength. Or... Maybe it rerolls the element as well as the stats as well. So you kind of there's more chance of it being completely messed up. So you you may get the perfect roll, but it's again then in the wrong element. So you have to re-roll it again, grind it out to get more tokens to then go and buy these things again. So it gives Zer a a reason to go and visit him. Uh, I mean, what do you guys think on this? I agree. There's no reason to visit Zer. Every, every week when it's Friday, honestly, I forget half the time that it's even Friday. And there's, so we'll go to Twitter and see. There's a couple of different people I follow that just post what he has and what the roles are. And I'll go see if it's even worth visiting him. And most of the time, it's just not. I don't. There's nothing new I need. I don't need anything from him. I know the role he's going to have is 48 or something on armor. So there, uh, there's just no reason to see him ever. Not as an existing player. As a new player, you know, obviously there's going to be reasons. I, th- I can definitely agree that Zer is, is an important figure in in the game and the war in general, and having him be completely worthless after uh, being uh, a committed endgame player seems a bit unfair to the player base. Yeah, he just seems to be this entity that, that is there, and he helps, like kindergartens and guardians that kind of fallen by the wayside but anybody that's actually kind of deep into their custom customization of their builds and trying to actually do these different builds that the the youtubers are putting out and you think oh i wish i i could actually get that role that would be perfect it it doesn't he would be one avenue to kind of help get people to that and if there was a, a currency that you had to kind of exchange with him in the game but you had to do a certain amount of things to do so that you know say like you had to do you got a certain amount in like high end pvp drops that you got this currency to drop like the nightfalls or in the rage you got this exclusive currency you could then take to Zer to then buy these glass needles that would can help you re-roll stuff i mean i know cool guy was saying in a couple of videos and i'll, I'll link them in the the show notes because they were very interesting he had one on that we need a vendor refresh and respawn was saying this was a, a topic that cosmos picked up on saying that this was brought in towards the end of destiny one's year three life cycle before they got to d2 so is it something that they were kind of holding back until we get nearer to d3 because a vendor refresh would be interesting because it's like cool guy says there's a lot of weapons that are in the game that have kind of been lost by the wayside you've lost things from 
the faction rallies that could come back as we rolled items, things like that. And another thing that cool guy was saying in another video is with the roadmap, he doesn't want any more surprises or he wants more surprises or just, uh, just not the roadmap laid out as it was because where the bastion was on the 28th it kind of then upset the community and so on and so forth maybe a kind of mixture of what we previously had so i i think with with zer it's it's just something that it's something they they need to really look at and actually kind of what what's getting you need to get players more involved and 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 give them a reason to actually do some of the content to then earn some of the currency to then go and visit him I think would be an interesting way of doing it. Yeah, there, there needs to be a point. And also to what, you know, to Viduri's point, we had Zer and the Nine and what's happened with any of that? Like all Destiny lore. Hey, there's a story about Zer and it's a thing. And now we've forgotten all about that. It'd be interesting to even just bring that up or, you know, what's up with the pyramid from last season? Oh yeah, it's gone now. And so with that Stargate Icor built, built to then broke down the next day and what's happening eh, we don't uh, know it fell off the side of the, of the tower don't be silly mm-hmm. yeah let's be honest that thing was not very stable it wasn't weighted properly enough that's what it was exactly it was just it was an accident waiting to happen you know workers comp anything else on sir vadodi um no i said my piece on sir guy who remembers nothing what's your view my view is what it's always been. I mean, Zer, the whole point of him being there is to give us something that we otherwise have a hard time getting in the game, aka auto rifle rolls on a freaking Actium War Rig, or at least, you know, give us the, the element type, which would let us put our own auto rifle mods on the Actium War Rig. I mean, just stuff like that, man. Zer is supposed to be there, like... God, I remember D1 was like, oh my God, Zer's got this, the role of yada, 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 and it's so good. And, <clears throat> you know, whatever, man. I, I miss those feelings whenever I look forward to Zer coming because he's got a unique role. He's got an exotic role on an exotic or whatever, right? Hmm. So, I mean, that that's my piece. You know, make, make Zer, you don't have to like give him new stuff. You don't have to make him cool. You don't have, you don't have to do anything. Just give roles on these exotic armor pieces that are desirable that work with you know the setup that they're supposed to go to aka actium war rig needs to be solar with freaking auto rifle mods on it etc you know or at the very least at the very least if you're gonna have armor inside of the store you know let it be masterworked right let it cost like 100 100 uh what you call it like the faded ingram right but when you get it it's fully masterworked bam done whatever something make him spicy again yeah you know or maybe say if they brought back the strange coins so in destiny one we had strange coins which you then traded with uh to get his you know his wares from so maybe if they brought back the strange coins you could use strange coins to purchase like the enhancement cores and the enhancement prisms and all of that from him as well so give him give you other people the avenues of not being able to run those higher tier nightfalls to get those to drop, mm-hmm. be able to purchase through other gameplay and actually storing up these strange coins and maybe the, the glass needles as well. Or, or like you said, you know, be able to 
if if it's use the fated engram so that when you click on the fated engram yes you're getting an armor piece but it, it comes as a masterworked yeah. item it could be a low stat item or you could have a really you know 1.1 you know zero point whatever chance of it being a really high stat roll but, but it's even if it is a low stat so roll that, the fact that it's masterworked is going to give you an extra 12 points on the armor overall you know so yeah even if it is low but it, it doesn't matter it's still gonna be masterworked also saying that with the exotics the they were saying a couple of months back about that they know they hear the the, the feedback from the community that you can't apply any of the extra mods from each season to the artifact or from the artifact to exotic pieces. And they were looking into that. What about maybe adding an extra two um, points on the masterwork scale? So rather than exotics going up to 10, like all other um, armor pieces, exotics are a 12, go up to 12, you know, and, or, an additional mod slot so that maybe you could build, you know, you could have like three auto rifle loaders on arm pieces, like, or, yeah, you know what I mean? Kind of the mods that you want, but because it's exotic, it's, you know, you can only put one of these things on. So why not have those extra little bit of mm-hmm. oomph to that give you? I mean, it's exotic. an exotic, make it behave like it, you know? I mean, how many exotics in this game? People are like, oh, uh. you know, my son earlier made a point. He goes, you're still wearing the, the, the purple leg pants for the hunter. I'm like, yes. Why would I ever wear anything else? Right. And the, the, the game is, is, is infested with, with people that are minded like me. It's like, hey, I run this build. It works for me. It's the best thing I can get. Why would I ever run anything else? Oh, because none of the other exotics make it worth it. Right. Would I take off my my freaking Orpheus rigs to put on, I don't know, uh, knucklehead radar? No. What about, uh, you know, worm god caress? No, not really. You know, there'd be no point. You know, make the exotics more desirable, man. Come on. I mean, it would be interesting if you kind of got like the Ashen Wake for the Titan, uh, the gauntlets that the fusion grenades explode on impact and you you gain increased throwing speed so imagine if you if you could have three mod slots on there that you could then put the increased um throwing distance or throwing speed on that and you're literally throwing it out like a baseball player that would be <laughs> you're at your spot so and you hit a guardian in there just, spawn with you know, a grenade. see something like <laughs> and that now we are getting into call of duty type mechanics man yeah but <laughs> Things like that would, yeah. would make the game Unless interesting, you automatically wouldn't know they? When they're spawning, then you know it's going to be infuriating. PvP. <laughs> oh, you imagine that in mayhem. In mayhem would be fun. You, you know, your arms constantly spinning out these grenades. But, but then you would spec into that. But you'd only get a grenade every like twenty-five seconds. You know, if you're specking into that kind of thing. So, but that would be so much fun to to do builds like that. So maybe they could look at adding extra in with that. Okay, so I know that I've avoided it for the last couple of weeks. But I'm going to say it now. I've got to say it now. It's got to the point this week that I I crumbled Vault Space. Oh, my God. (laughs) Tell us how you really feel about it. Mm -hmm. Tell us more.
Okay, so this week I I was doing certain builds for the podcast as well, as well as just to have a bit of fun. And I was following a couple of the builds that As the Cross put out, um, Lucky and um, who else was it? Uh, Destiny Fun Police. So I was trying to do... I was trying to do about three different builds for the Titan. And one of them was the uh, Antaeus Wards sliding shotgun bastion kind of loadout that the Destiny Fun Police had done. So I was looking for specific roles for shotguns and for fusion rifles in what I needed to build for this loadout. And I needed kind of high stat roles in certain areas. And then I was doing another one, which was... Um, Oh, the 810 Warhawk build that Parody recommended, you know, building out the acting war rig, sweet business, going to town. So I wanted something either with 100% recovery or 100% um, resilience. And I was doing all these different builds, but my vault was just getting chocker with, I was like, I'd been saving all these different armor pieces and pulling them out and going, no, that one's got one or two points lower, but it's a high stat roll. So I want to keep that one. And the frustration I was finding was that I now can't play three different class of characters because my Titan is heavily weighted in its armor section than, say, my Warlock. He's got like he's got the exotics I've got I've kept in there with different roles on it because again that's causing an issue because I now have exotics that I need to keep for three different burns. That's another thing they need to do with the exotics: take off the damn burns. My God, I've got like, I've got like helmets that have got all three burns. And then I've got like a year one version that has a, uh, you know, a good stat roll with a perk that I can then pair with the one that I could put on my, my butt cape. I'm, I'm, I'm coming around to the respawn way of thinking of it's irritating. Not, yeah. not, <laughs> not, not, not even because, you know, because uh, like I, I got enhanced ashes to assets from uh, Saladin today. And I was like, okay, where is it? What armor piece can I put this on? Again, there needs to be things in the game that tell you how to use the things in the game. I finally figured out it was my Titan butt cape that I could put it on or the Warlock Bond. And But just trying to find where I can apply this to was irritating. Not because I'm trying to do a whole build, just looking for one thing. Just don't, you know, at least if I hover over it, Show me the armor slot where it goes into, at least so I can figure out which armor piece it is, let alone which three flavors it needs to be in. But it, it's it's that game of trying to play and get the pieces of armor that you want to keep to then maybe do a, a loadout and a build. I know th- these ones are specifically for PvP at the moment that I'm, I'm doing, or th- there are the ones that we've highlighted that are for PvE, and I want to keep those builds and I want to keep those armor pieces, but then I'm finding more and more that when we're looking at weapons and I'm keeping weapons that are meta at the moment, or they're good roles on weapons that may come back into the meta later, that my vault is, is getting too filled. It's getting to the point of I'm, I'm now at that bursting point because I've got armor from last season that I can only put the mods on from last season um, to do with the raid or on the moon. Then I've got this, this season's modded armor then you've got you've also got uh, the old raid stuff that you can you I know you can now get it again, but you can you got to try to get it. You again, can though, have a, with a high rolls. That's the thing, you know. Yeah, you've got that. You've got the escalation protocol armor. 
it, if I started collecting all those armor pieces again, it, well, it see, would, my fault would the, just. The problem is, is we are actually. Being I don't know what I do. To hang on to each one because of the mods having you know elemental affinities tied to them, you know. So it's like, hey, you know, I have to keep an Orpheus rig of void, solar, and arc because you know. You know, got to have one for shotguns, got to have one for auto rifles, got to have one for, you know, bows or whatever, right? You're being forced to have yeah. one of each type that you, you may or may not ever even use, but just for the just in case, you know? Stupid. Yeah. That's what I'm finding. It's the, it's the just in cases. I mean, uh, Vadodi, how are you finding it coming into, or how is your vault basically? Empty. <laughs> I, I honestly didn't. Okay, I, I, I just recently started thinking about it, basically, because I only, I mean, I only started playing like a week ago, and I was, I'm looking at it, I'm like, man, everything has an affinity. Everything has a solar, a void, an arc, or whatever, and it's like, I don't remember that. Like the armor pieces seem to have that, and I don't remember that in D1. So I was like, what, what, what is this? I don't even know what that does. It mean you resist this affinity more, or does it mean that all your guns? Increase. Oh, oh, uh, it used to. Yes, that's the thing. It used to. That's all it used to be for is if you have five pieces of void armor on and they're all masterworked, then you get reduced X amount of damage from like supers using that or whatever or weapons using that, you know, type. That is what it used to be. And then the devs at Bungie are like, hey, what if we remove the resistances from it and then tie it to, oh, I don't know, weapons and mods? Ha ha! Worst idea ever. Yeah, they what they tried to do, Vadodi, was try to simplify it for people so that no, as an example, so for solar items, so you would have uh, auto rifles, fusion rifles, linear fusion rifles, rocket launchers, and submachine guns. And that would be your solar kind of loadout. So again, uh, if you wanted void. You'd be looking at grenade launchers, hand cannons, uh, sidearms, scout rifles, and sniper rifles, and so on and so forth. So they, they tried to say, right, you can only equip these kind of mods that would help out that kind of gameplay on those affinities items to wear. So they tried to make it simple, tried to make it more simple uh, that, you know, basically that color you know that goes with that you know you you can mix and match your armor pieces but you won't get like stability and reload if you're kind of mixing what weapons that you're kind of using you you can't have a fusion rifle hand cannon loadout now because solar does this and void does this you you need to be all in one affinity so you need to be a a sniper hand cannon user or an auto rifle fusion rifle they they've kind of locked people in while trying to simplify or make it easier for people to kind of use these affinities and that's what one of the worst things is is because you right okay i'm locked into these affinities i've got all three pieces in all three flavors but i i've got really low stat rolls in strength so i'm looking for something in intellect i'm looking for something with discipline or fill in the blank you know and you then start collecting different armor pieces because one may be higher in one area one in another so 
if you're trying to build these perfect tiers of armor to go and do PvP, PvE, it then starts becoming a kind of a collection game of, well, I don't want to get rid of that because it is a high stat roll. It's at like a 64, 65, um, but the, it's a kind of average roll across all the, all of the stats. Whereas you might get something that's like a 55 that's got like 30 in strength. You want to keep that as well. And it, it starts then. I mean, I know I'm, I'm to blame myself with, with this whole vault thing because I, I keep stuff like the iron burdens and the ramen ticket just for sentimental reasons. That's two vault spaces that I could kind of get rid of, but I want to keep it. it they, they're mine. I earned them. I want them. I want to keep them. I've still got loads of stuff in my D1 vault that was just kind of, yes, I just wanted to keep it. I, I but, definitely can understand the sentimentality thing. Uh, like in the main MMO that I play, Star Wars The Old Republic, the, the, the vault space really isn't a problem. They give you oodles and oodles and oodles and oodles of vault space. It's ridiculous. Um, but I have multiple bays, cargo bays, full of stuff that is completely worthless. It's just like worthless. It's just, man, I got that and, and I, I want to keep it. <laughs> yeah. There's too many different rolled weapons as well. I mean, we highlight videos week in, week out of, you know, this role is really good for PVE. This one on the same weapon is good for PVP, but you also might like this one. This one may work for you. So I'm kind of keeping like two or three, maybe four, maybe five of different weapons because I go, oh, okay, I could use that one in this situation and and pull it back out. And when you've got two or three or five of of one weapon, not all my weapons that's when your vault starts filling up and you you keep your exotics in there as well i know you can repull those out of collections but then once you start deleting those and then repulling them out of collections they're a lower you know light and you then have to kind of infuse them back i don't want to keep doing that i i just want them there in my vault and i want to be able to access them it's just i don't know what do you guys think? Because well, I feel that no, sometimes it is just me and you know, If they're unwilling the to just give that. us extra vault space, put in a mechanic so we can earn or buy vault space. Give us the option to do so. They're just like... what's? I, I can't even think of an appropriate word because it tilts me so bad. But they're just... They're literally forcing us not to be allowed to have more vault space, you know? You know, I mean, look, even all these freaking phone RPG game platform things have a way. Hey, use gems or stones or or blobs of slime or whatever to buy more slots for your units or what. You know, they give you choices. <laughs> hey, we're going to give you X amount of space. But if by some chance it isn't enough, you can go through these avenues of approach to get more vault space. Right. Why won't Destiny do that? If, if it's just because of of the server toll it's going to take, then charge us for it. You know, put it in the Everest store. Hey, for $5, you get an extra 50 slots, let's say, right? Something. Give us the option to have more space instead of just hoarding it like a bunch of trolls. Like, what is the purpose of it? Anyway. I'm going to go on a limb and guess it's related to Destiny 1. I think there's shared infrastructure there where if if they cut the cord on D1 and the limitations of the old consoles with it, 
I think that will get rid of some, you know, I'm sure underlying, deep underlying technical stuff because I'm sure that vault even code if it did, came from D1. Even if it did, somewhere in that code, consoles. there is vault space equals equals 500, right? Assuming they're using C, right? So just change that 500. Right, but but you need you need, you need need to cut the cord, though. You need to cut the cord between D1 and D2 before you can do that, or you're going to break one or both of those games. And that's a lot of refactoring work to do for oh, for very little. You mean you because know. they're they're linked to each other, right? This the, the the you know the vault code they wrote vault code already. I'm sure this vault code isn't you know brand new to D2, and I'm sure it was written you know when you needed to account for it. Assuming it's not shared code between the two games, you know right. I, I'm sure I'm sure it's related to D1 and the old consoles. When they can cut the cord on that, I think we'll see a lot of. All of this go away. So we either okay, when we get D three right. or when, when we get you know right. whenever they cut the cord on this, I think it's either that or it's just hey, it's on our list of things to do. But it's you know like they said last week or week before, it's way down they on that list. They never even mention it though. You know well, when do they ever mention it? Well, right. Well, they don't because it's it's so far down on the list of we could do this, but that's such a deep part of the game that if they go messing with that, it's probably one of those you know like you have an old computer. Oh hey, I need to upgrade this component. Oh, now I need to upgrade my motherboard. Oh, now I need to buy new RAM. I think if they go to make this one change, it's like, oh God, if we make this one change, it's 7,900 other changes we have to make and then try to test all that. Is that what, I what, what, what you're saying? Spend I don't know how in-depth it is, but at, at the very end of it, even if Destiny 1 and 2 are linked, right? The very When you, when you get I mean, to the nitty-gritty, the base code, some somewhere there's a piece of code that says vault space equals 500, right? right? Which then change it there, even if it changes it in both games, at least start, at least see what happens, you know. And then when you change that and it breaks D1 entirely because it can't have that many items because then you run into memory overflows, you've now broken D1. Or if you, you know, you do in D2 and there's something where then breaks in D2, you're, you're then spending time and resources fixing that. And they you know, have never limited us on the vault space to begin with. This is their fault. Well, I blame you because because they I had because they had the 360 and the PS3. Whomever else with the memory issues. That's where this all started. If you remember with with the one, they said, "Hey, you know, we can't." You know, they give us more vault space and said, "Hey, we're limited on the old consoles, on the old versions of the game. We can't give you more stuff because it doesn't run on that on that version of the platform." If you, well, you know, I think once they can cut the cord with that and you know give us D3, D4, whatever the, the new Destiny is that doesn't support the old stuff, or if they can get away from that old code base, I think that's when we'll be able to see some of these quality of life improvements that I'm sure is technical debt tied to all of that. When, when that's going to happen? Don't know, but that's my guess. Vadoni's got a question. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Um, with the whole mod stuff for weapons and armor um is that is there a uh, a similar issue in terms of like size like can you only have like 20 mods at a time or something or there is a i mean there are a number of slots i just don't know what the number is off the top of my head well okay so so here's what i'm getting at with that question it's that i keep bringing up Swotor, the old republic because that's really the only other mmo i play otherwise i'd have more oh, examples. That's fine. but uh but in Twotor, you don't have to have three variations of the same weapon. You just have the weapon, and it is completely 100% moddable, customization-heavy. Like so 
I think that would be a great improvement to Destiny is if they simply adopt it. And I'm pretty sure other MMOs work that way. I feel like Destiny is an amazing, again, there's so much great stuff about it. But then in terms of it being an MMO, it's like it does these weird janky things that like no other MMO is known for. So it's just instead of having three um, bad jujus or whatever it is because you need all the different stat rolls or whatever it is, you could just have one and just make all the mods uh, customizable because it would just be easier. It would save vault space. It would save time yeah, for, for grinding. Like I get it's an MMO and you have to grind, but when you're wasting all these hours just to get something you already have again for like the third time, that's a, it's a bit much. Yeah, I get what you're saying. The, they have changed it that the mods are now unlocked for all the weapons, but it's the different roles that you can get on the weapons. And I think if they did that, where if it was a completely blank sheet and you just got the weapon, there would be no grind for people to then constantly go back in and do the different things to then see if they can get a certain role on that weapon. Yes, you can equip whatever mod you like to it. And, you know, there are, I think there's about 13 different mods that you can put on weapons. Yeah, yeah, the new mods don't live anywhere. They're not, yeah, they're, they don't take up space. They're not items for any. So as long as as long as they're there, you know, as an equipable thing, you don't need the old mod sitting in a slot taking up room. Okay, so the other topic, again, because it's the what we've been doing this week, Iron Banner. So Peridy and I were chatting in Iron Banner yesterday, and we were having so much fun, weren't we, Peridy? With the space kale, yeah. <laughs> uh, I'm basically re- renaming Iron Banner Space Kale because about every four matches, I get kaled in outer space and kicked back out, kicked back out of the game. Don't don't know what it is. It's a networking error. So don't know what to do about it. But yeah, lots of space kale. Really irritating. So yeah, Parody and I were we were chatting about Iron Banner, and there were several things that were kind of irking us this week with Iron Banner. And one of the main things that I think is the problem is that the games are being weighted too heavily on one side and this mercy rule that doesn't kind of kick in until you get hit 75 on the winning team, especially, you know, if you haven't hit 25 kills by that point. But what we were finding is if we were going in solo and correct me if I'm wrong, if you were doing solo gameplay, it was kind of a lot of, mismatch of kind of games that you were playing and there was wins there was losses the odd kind of time that you would get mercyed or you'd mercy another team but as soon as you started pairing up or getting into a team of two three four that's when you'd kind of then find that you'd be mercyed quite a lot or you'd be on the the winning team and you would mercy the other team it was never kind of this evening out of how they were matching players up i mean there were a couple of times that isn't the banana uh connection based i think so. I, I get lost with whether they say it's connection or skill or whatever the blah, blah blah i i think it is connection based because skill basing the banana would be really difficult so i'm, I'm not 100 percent on this but i'm i'm fairly certain it's connection based which is why you're getting you know, a team of bad people. But you, you say that. And then, 
you say that but the what we were finding when there was like two of us is that you'd you'd get into a group that were playing really well and it'd be a really tight match you know and you may edge like a couple of wins and then the next game that that they would they would get a win but in those teams that they were with the the players that you were playing with or were playing against those 12 the 12 of you would then be mixed up for the next game and then be mixed up for the next game to the point where the guys that were carrying on either team would then be put onto the same team and then you'd be mercied and then they would split up the whole teams. They'd go, oh, this isn't working out. But then that's down to them mixing the teams up too much. You know, there there was a lot of good. I, I, I see what you're saying, but for me, it's like, you know, whenever I'd get the, the new blueberries, I'd get mercied a lot. Mm. And then I'd finally get a good team. I'd win one, maybe two matches, and then teams are breaking up i'm like are you serious yeah exactly <laughs> that that's what was happening you'd find that you'd get a good team and you there'd be this really good intense kind of it would go down to the why you know there'd be like one or two points in it and that it'd be like that for a couple of games and then suddenly the ones that were really good players on both teams or players that were having a really good game would be paired up and then suddenly dominate, and then it would snowball, and then they go, oh, no, we're breaking up those teams. So it doesn't make any sense whether they're doing matchmaking or connection-based because they're obviously thinking, oh, there's two higher-skilled players on that team, so we're going to just break everything up. It's like it doesn't make sense. The other thing that's that's messing it all up or messing up Iron Banner completely is this quest Oh my God, this quest, you know, it's not giving the players the freedom to actually play Iron Banner as Iron Banner. Yes, we're getting, you have to go and capture the flags. You have to go and kill, you know, a certain amount of people with these weapons. But it's not giving the players the freedom to actually work as a team. They're they're off doing their own thing. They're having to go, and, oh, I've got to get, you know, 10 shotgun kills or 15 hand cannon kills. It, it's just restricting the players. And I don't understand it because there was no quest in Trials. So why is there an Iron Banner? They're saying Iron Banner is the pinnacle, you know, you, you uh, at the moment anyway, for PvP. You know, it's the it's the thing that, you know, requires you to be the highest light possible, yada, yada, yada. But we've got a quest in there that's completely mixing it all up. And I'm not against having a quest in there, but what I'm ha- against is actually having a quest that messes up the game type entirely i don't want to have to do a quest where i have to go and get shotgun kills you know or you know somebody on my team has to get shotgun kills somebody has to get the the scout rifle kills somebody's working on the hand cannon because it it just messes everything up because they've got their own agendas they want to get it done and like you said why are they doing that to then restrict players you have to do the quest before you can turn in the tokens. To but then... why do we have to do the quest? Though? Exactly. That's what we never doing. had to do a quest before in Iron Banner. We got weapons as a drop. Right. Yeah. Why do they feel that 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 that, that freaking um, formula had to change? You know, nobody was. People complain about Iron Banner because Iron Banner sucks. Period. Right. You doing these things is not helping it, Bungie. You're kind of making it worse. <laughs> at line. least, at the very least, go back to where. If you want to keep the tokens in, fine. Keep the damn tokens. I don't care. But get rid of the damn missions. Honestly, get rid of the missions. Parody yeah. and I were saying that this is one of the worst Iron Banners that we've actually been in. And we've played a lot of Iron Banners. And 
yes, we've we've had like games and and maybe iron banners that haven't been amazing, but it hasn't been as bad as this for us yeah. anyway. No, it hasn't been this frustrating. And again, it's not just the kale errors that I'm seeing. It's it's it feels like everybody has a not forgotten Illuminous Hell. Like I've been gunned down by those weapons so much this iron banner. And and I even pulled up the the meta from uh you know the warmind.io just to see where they were. And they aren't, you know, the top of the top. It's you know, Mind Banner's Ambition, Symmetry, Lord of Wolves, and Yotun, and you know, and Recluse before you get to those two. And but again, but I think that's partially just I'm because I'm on board with you. But because, no, no, because I'm on board with you because I was getting sniped by the freaking uh, not the not the not forgotten, but the Luna's Howl yeah. in multiple matches. I got three tapped by that bubble. I'm like, did they unnerf it? Yeah. What? No, 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 I don't think they unnerfed it, but I think I mean I think it would just be it would be higher up if more people had it. It's as you know, it's it's the number, you know, six and seven guns in the energy slot just because so few people have it. And again, you know, tons of yo tons, tons of little wolves, recluse, you know, things you'd expect to see. Symmetry, still a good weapon. And it just, I feel, it feels sweatier. It feels more competitive, but it all, like, it feels more competitive in that the competition is there from the other team. But it feels like, again, like to 19th's point, everyone's focusing on this quest because you have to do the quest. You don't want to get any armor out of it. So you have people trying to do everything but play the objective. I wish it were, you know, I really wish they had, you know, like when we had talked about this quest step at the beginning of the season saying, oh, this looks like we're going to have to you know, capture 20 zones on this step and capture 20 zones on that step. I kind of wish that was the case. Like, yes, it would have made the quest <laughs> longer, but it would have made you play the objective. I've lost so many games because I feel like I'm the only person or, you know, 90 men and I are the only people on our team even trying to capture zones. It's like, oh, the other team locked it down. Let me go capture zone. Oh, the other team locked it down again. It's like we're getting mercyed over and over, so we can't even oh, progress the quest because oh. you can't stay in the game Speak- long enough to get any kills. You know, try to get speaking of zones, try to get fifteen, you know, oh, hand oh cannon God. kills takes five games because you can't even get two kills a game before the game ends. Yeah, no, I, I'm I'm right there with you, and I get that because now that the quests are there, you're forcing people like the shotgun quest. Oh, I, I have to use the Lord of Wolves. There's all these other shotguns, but I have to use the Lord of Wolves. That, that's the only one that's going to work with, for this mission or whatever, right? Well, no, it's the only one that works like, fast enough for that mission, that quest step. Right, oh, but, but you okay. know what I mean. It's, yeah. It's, but, no, going back to what you were saying about capturing zones, I put it in the chat. I don't know if you guys read it. But a bubble titan can and does get killed by Bastion inside his bubble. One shot. Just so you know. Well, one shot, because three shots. I had shot, so yeah. many bubble titans. Well, yeah. But I had so many bubble titans doing the whole bubble thing on the objective, thinking that they're cool. And I start to pre-fire the, the Bastion, and then and I walk in the bubble. They're dead. <laughs> Sometimes they'll also shotgun me, but at least they're dead, and their bubble is gone. Mm. So for next time you, you, you encounter a bubble titan, Bastion will kill him inside his bubble, one trigger pull. I think I've seen maybe one bubble titan in all of the games that I've played. Maybe. No, you played with me. I was a bubble titan, so maybe two. Okay. Oh no, I was. Yeah. I was a warlock. What am I saying? Yeah, no. I'm a warlock yeah, forever. Yeah, so no, he was a bubble warlock. Yeah, yes. you're a bubble warlock. <laughs> yeah, no, I was like, I'm sure there are bubble titans, but uh, you don't see. There was one guy running, running, you know, Helm of Saint fourteen that I saw today, but it's like there's there's nobody else because there's no point really. I don't know. Yeah, I just wish that the the quest was more to do with the actually winning of Iron Banner or trying to do the objectives of an Iron Banner. And if it has to be weapon kills, then just put 
X amount of weapon kills. You know, it doesn't matter what it is. You have to get weapon kills like like you have to do for the bounties. I'd rather it kind of be like that. Just do X amount of this and then you get that and just reward us like that. And please, it's meant to be a pinnacle thing. So when I turn in my tokens, I don't want an armor piece that says 45 on it. I want to turn in those tokens that I have worked blood, sweat and tears for in higher stat rolls. I don't mind. I, I don't mind getting random versions at the end of a game drop. So maybe I do get a 45 or I get a 62. That's fine. But when I'm turning in my tokens and I'm in that loophole of weapons and maybe armor, please just, just that you, you've earned those tokens that those tokens are so hard to come by to turn in to actually get stuff. I was trying to get a certain role for my Titan helmet for, you know, doing these builds this week. And I, I just needed something in a solar or a void. I can't remember which one it was. And I couldn't get, I, I just kept getting art come up. And I was like, I don't want that. I just, it, I just want, you know, something with, I think it was resilience in, in solar or void. And it just wasn't coming up for me. I was getting weapons galore. I was getting every other kind of armor piece, every other affinity, but not something that I wanted. And I don't mind that if the other roles were really good. But they weren't. They were, it was just uh, trash rolls on the on the weapons, trash rolls on the the armor pieces, and it's like I enjoy Iron Banner. It's one of the things I really like playing. But you need to kind of give more incentive for not just me, but for other players to actually play the game and actually do the objectives and want to try and win the games. And I think you, they need to re. They need to look at the the quests and maybe the bounties. Maybe the bounties should go back to being um, daily ones that you get tokens to then maybe spend to get the higher stat rolls. You know, maybe you've got like, I, I don't mind getting those four guaranteed dropped pinnacle gear. But again, it's just. Yeah, there's, I mean, that's a whole nother, another bounty conversation because there's or i'm not bounty armor conversation there's a reason i have the iron banner armor on my titan that comes off because nothing i get in the game has any better role on it it's just it's all trash armor every piece of armor i get it's you know 54 below and 54 is high usually for it at least in this iron banner i've gotten some you know 58 59 rolled stuff but most of the time i don't even look at the armor because it's just not worth looking at it's all trash it just, you know, I, I don't ever see the, the need to have, you know, I, I'm looking for the right, you know, I have an Actium War rig that's solar. Don't care about the other ones. Don't need them. The, the rolls are all garbage on them anyway. I don't know. It's just uh, the armor. It's such a, it's such a non-factor. And, and also the whole, you know, the whole, like the, even with the new Iron Banner armor and the, you know, the charge with light thing, we're now, how far, you know, into the season, I haven't even once looked at a charge with light anything i've just ignored that entire system and i you know i haven't talked to anybody who has used it it's like yeah it's a thing that's there but why there's just no point in it it just feels like it's just it's just you know pushing deck chairs around the titanic there's no reason to do it because it all goes <laughs> away at some point and then why even bother too soon man 
I mean, I, I mean, I'm, I'm really not even seeing a lot of. You know, I'm not able to watch a ton of YouTube these days, but even just looking, at, no one's like, "Oh, look at my charge with light build." It's like, no, nobody cares. And maybe, and maybe like Donut Demon's point, we're all in the middle of January going, or the end of January now going. It's January. We're tired. We don't care. You know, we're here to complain about things, but yeah, it just I don't know. There's so much of the game where you can just sort of ignore it, and it doesn't really matter because none of it really matters. There's no, there's no reason to get your light above 950. Really, there's no reason to have this, you know, top tier rolled armor. And again, I'm not raiding. I'm not doing all these activities. But even then, does it help you that much? Is it that much of a difference? I don't think it is. Not, not to anyone who's not, you know, doing this 24 seven full time. No. I mean, okay. Nice conversation, guys. <laughs> Oh, okay then. We're drawing a line and do it because Respawn says so. <laughs> so I'd better move just... on to tips, tricks, guides, and builds then if Respawn says so. <laughs> oh my god. Yes, it's because I said so. Not at all because this this subject has been beaten like a like a like a I don't know. What's something that you beat profusely? Um wink wink. You in the crucible. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, excuse me, but we had footage of you going against me in the Crucible, and I stomped you uh, in that uh, clan-based PvP match, where, if you recall. Where, where was this footage? You have it, and I have it. Do I? I have it whenever you... When, yeah, whenever he uh, whenever he caught me with that, that shoulder bash, and I was like, you did not. And he said, yeah, I did it just because I knew you'd hate it. And then I commenced to whooping his ass. Yeah. When did this? Yeah. Lately, and honestly, when did this happen? Because I have no recollection of this at all. This was when we were messing about. I wasn't actually playing to, you know, Uh win. I was just playing to frustrate Uh you by shoulder charging you at every opportunity I've got. I wasn't even using weapons. I was just like, I've got to shoulder charge him. My shoulder needs to go into this man's (laughs) face as many times as possible. I don't care if he manages to shotgun me every now and then, but I still need to. Every now and again. Look, you won because you shot a lot more of my teammates than you shot me. That's the only reason. Mm-hmm. It wasn't. Me. I still killed you more times than you killed me. Mm, no, I think we were pretty much even. Uh, no, we weren't. I, I was top of the leaderboard for quite some of that match. And mm-hmm. I was just aiming for you. And then you if weren't. other people got in the way, then and they got shot just. <laughs> <laughs> but I was mainly no. running around the map looking for you. As anybody that's ever actually played against me, they, they're going to tell you, just because I don't like it does not mean I'm not good at it. Okay, so moving on, tips, tricks, videos, blah, blah, blah. As to Cross Gaming has a video on the Perfect 720 auto rifle, and this is the Valkadin. This is amazing, this auto rifle. It's an energy weapon. I believe it is Ark. It's one of the ones that I herald as a really good weapon. And because it is. Uh, it is. And he he went over a a few um, different roles that are really good for PvP. And I've got one that's on the it's very similar to what it was, what he's got. And I was like, right, I'm going to I'm going to try and get the role or very similar to him. You know, I want one with range. I want one with a bit more stability on it. I spent 5000 tokens at the gunsmith. I got three of these things to drop and they were all trash. But saying that, I did a bit more research into where you can actually get this weapon. And I believe you can go to IO and spend your planetary materials with Asha 
and it is in his loot pool to drop from world drops. So if you've got like loads and loads of shards, you can go to the spider and when he does, you know, sell the IO stuff, I can't remember what it is, um, purchase loads of them and then go to Asher and see if you can get it from him rather than the gunsmith because the gunsmith doesn't like anybody. But Asher's got a video on the um, Valkadin. So one of the builds I was testing out this week because I was I was really interested in, in continuing to play my Warlock as much as I can because I really love my Warlock was a video, was a build from Astacross again called Celestial ah Ahamkara. And this is with the ah Ahamkara grass, the Warlock melee um, thingies. Go on, let's, that's the word. So it gives you a double melee. And with top tree, um, not sunbreaker because that's a titan. Um, sunburner, sun something, sun singer. No, that was Destiny One. Top tree solar on a warlock um, gives you the fire bolts when you do a melee. So this is a really good build for doing lots of melees generating lots of supers, um, bouncing around the map. So I tried this one out, tried the build as, as best as I could. It's really good fun, especially in PvP. I used it for Iron Banner this week. And I'd mixed it and matched it with the... Um, I can't remember the... What are the other gauntlets? Oh, we'll have to look it up now. If you don't know the name, they don't exist. Move on. That's what somebody keeps telling me. No, that's that's because that's because you're a hunter and you don't understand things. So I mix and match it with. How oh, is that relevant at all? It doesn't. So I mix and match it with the sun braces, which give you the extended solar flare grenades. So if I was finding that I wanted to kind of shut down an area in PvP, I'd melee somebody with the extended melee. And then be able to chuck out like as many solo grenades to kind of lock down like a, a flag. So I was I was mixing and matching with as across his build, depending on what the playstyle was of the opposite team. And I found it really good fun to kind of do that with the top tree and solar for warlock. Cool guy has a bastion, don't use it wrong video, and he goes over some tips and tricks on how to use it and what what you should not be kind of doing and what you kind of should be doing because it is a really good weapon to use as respawn pointed out you can take out a titan in their bubble which is good fun um but it also goes alongside the video that i'm going to promote for destiny fun police which is his bastion build now this is another one that i tried this week and had really really good fun i was swapping it out with um, a shotgun as well as the bastion just to see what i could do with the new gun that we've got, the new hotness. And I was having really good fun with that. But this is within the Antaeus Ward. So with the sliding that you get the shield come up that helps reflect projectiles that are incoming to you. And what I didn't realize was that when you do slide and you do get projectiles reflected back at somebody, it can, you know, go back into them and take they take damage, but also you gain extra super every time that you do reflect something which is quite nice because i was getting my bubble up really quickly because i went with a bubble titan for quite some time not that i was playing on my titan so i'll go and watch that video because that's something i tried out this week it was really good fun 
which also was really helpful fallout plays did a video on what can you reflect with the Antaeus wards and it's about an eight ten minute video but he goes over literally supers weapons what you can reflect and what you can't reflect mainly a lot of there was a lot of things that you can reflect um like the, the blade barrage was quite funny you could reflect a blade barrage if you were sliding on a ledge higher than the blade barrage was actually going out but if you were on the same level you'd kind of get hit by the the knives that went out on the floor well to be clear you can reflect from both places but only one of those you'll survive yeah. the reflection yeah rockets was a really good one i managed to do one and i actually got a clip of it sliding around and uh, i managed to slide just at the right time this rocket hit me and it got reflected back but it did actually hit the guy it just I, he didn't have tracking on his rocket i don't know what he was playing at it just went straight past him anyway so yeah i, I had good fun with this and it was really interesting to learn i mean some of the things that are kind of pretty straightforward you're never going to survive a nova warp that's just going to kill you regardless golden gun some of them you can tank i think it was top tree that you can you can reflect back but bottom tree you can't so things like that um very interesting to see what you can and cannot reflect with the entire swords because again it's it's just a different build to try out and have a bit of fun with and i found it really good fun in iron banner uh fallout place also has the top 10 most farmable god tier weapons now this is his personal selection it's not necessarily the best weapons in the game but he goes over the weapons that he would say that you could that are easily farmable in the game and you could look for these specific roles or these weapons to see if you can get a good role on them. So go and check that one out. And one of the best videos this week that I saw quite early on in the week um, was Lucky at 10p did an Hunter Invisibility build. Now this is with using old armor from um, previous seasons. So if you are a year one guardian and you have access to any of the old armor that you can pull out of collections so i'll give you an example so i pulled out the sovereign set from new monarchy and this set was able to give me the stats that i needed in the right places and what you want to kind of do is build for a literally 100 percent mobility if you've got an old pair of frosties from previous seasons that's you know, uh, an old version, not a 2.0 version, it works even better. But I've only got a 2.0 version, but it still worked for me. So I put, I put on this whole set of Sovereign gear, which gave me 100% mobility with my 2.0 Frosties. And what you then have to do is on the old um, set of gear is you can put Paragon mods on top of that if you've got those. So you're stacking mobility, which is something where they've changed recently uh, mobility affects the regenerate of your dodge so if you have 100 percent mobility your dodge will recharge a lot faster and if you're putting paragon mods on top of that with frosties you can stay invisible 100 percent of the time i'm not joking literally 100 percent of the time in crucible pvp you can be invisible just running around shotgunning people bastioning people oh my god so much fun i it was so funny to kind of just be invisible and waiting for people to come around the corner and just bastion them because they don't know you're there you're not on the radar it just oh so if you've got access to year one i, I believe um 
in his video he was using the old crucible set that you can pull out of collections and it gives you the kind of same stats i mean the the chess piece gives you like 20 mobility you've got gauntlets that give you plus 30 mobility the helmet um again 20 and then you've got the class item that you can then put on paragon mods as well and i think my frosties i i pulled out of collections but they were quite a high mobility stat anyway so i I was quite lucky with that but i also put on um traction because i got a solar pair which was quite nice so that gave me a you know um, extra speed with running so that was really good fun to use are you going to try that one respawn have you tried it yeah the only problem i see is um bastion when you start to charge it it breaks your invisibility so i don't know i guess you really got to catch them unawares yeah shotgun's quite good fun though don't don't use Lord of Wolves because I think I'm sure that flame is visible. It's a little obvious, yeah. So, <laughs> what what you're saying is that you could just make respawn even more furious and rage ridden. Yeah. <laughs> no, I think if I was invisible most of the time. Actually, no, what am I talking about? He's a warlock. He's not a hunter. Yeah. The other the other day. When when I was on with you and Dandy respawning, you guys were I think it was it was either you by yourself or you and him were playing together. But like every three seconds, it was just like you mother with the shotgun. I <laughs> yeah, man, no, you something besides a shotgun. <laughs> <laughs> Freaking yeah, noob with your shotgun. <laughs> just... <laughs> Before I realized that you could you could kill a, a titan inside his bubble with a. With a what's this called? Then um Bastion. Yeah, Bash Bastion. I was I was getting killed by all these Titans with the shotguns. <laughs> you know, and it was oh my god, it was rage inducing. It was oh <laughs> and then I pulled out the Bastion. I was like, you know, I'm I'm losing anyway. I might as well ch- check this out. And then of course the first Titan I came across, he popped his bubble on the on the thing and I pre-fired, I killed him. I'm like, oh what now, you son of a <laughs> I went off. But yeah, no, I was I was pretty rage induced up to the point to where I discovered that. So the last I couple hate, of I, videos we've got are see, a I, couple I, of cheese forever because we how could we forget cheese forever? He's got one for soloing loot from the last wish raid, all six chests in no, one in one wish. You can get six chests, not all six. Okay, you can get six chests in the Cheaper last wish. Character. With one wish uh, for no Forsaken DLC. And another one, which is the mechanic-based god mode. So you are immune to white mechanics. So this works well in the Garden of Salvation raid. Anything that you can kind of, he says, like the Vex pools of Radiolarian, uh, fire you can kind of stand in and not die. You still will get shot because it's a kind of glitch into first-person mode. There's only about three or four steps to it, and he says it's not as hard as it sounds. You know, there's like equipping a sword, jumping, swiping with swords, wasting your ammo, and kind of doing that. I haven't tried it. Might try it. Don't know because I'm not a hunter, because it can only be done on a hunter. But it looks interesting. Um, I think that's it. We won't do we won't do Cody's question because. He's getting too much of it, Cody. He keeps asking these questions each week. Maybe we'll save it for next week. 
He likes he, he likes the questions. Give him questions, man. No, because at least he's actively look, participating. Listen, listen, it's 20 to 1 in the morning. I need to go to bed. You guys might be yeah, able to stay up. <laughs> We're going to save it for next week because it'll give Respawn some time to think about we, um we all know what the answer to that PTSD. question is. I yeah, I think Vadodi is every match. Yeah. <laughs> every match, every Titan, every one shot melee. The end. Full stop. Yeah. Perry, did you want no, to take the... us through the, the other bits? Dear fine people out in the world, if you have a clan and you need more people, if it's just perhaps just the D2 of us and you'd like to have D3 or 4 or maybe a whole party of D6 so you can go raid, let us know. We would like to tell people about your clan so people can join your clan and then you can be friends with them and you can yell at them and scream at them and fail together because that's really what being in the clan is all about. Talking to the bird, getting the bounties, and failing together as friends and clanmates. Any feedback, good or bad? All the feedback is bad. All feedback. Yes, we, we, we take any feedback, good or bad. Um, yes. Did anybody leave us a review this week after I asked them last week? Also, yes, go leave a review to the show. Oh, go to the, iTunes. The... Or One Apple Podcasts, or whatever they call it now, because apparently that's the only place you can leave a review for the show anywhere. Go there, leave a review. Good, bad, otherwise, tell us how you love Respawn singing something. Tell me how I can't read. Tell me how Night Demon has an amazing voice but can't get a sentence out otherwise. Leave us a review. It helps other <laughs> people find the show. We know what we are. We have no illusions. No, no, we, we did get a review. Let me find the review. Where's it gone? So yes, we got one. We got a review on. I'm guessing it's iTunes from J and M Family. So thank you very much for your lovely review. Best D2 podcast period. I don't normally oh, write positive podcast reviews, but when I do, it's for two warlocks and a warlock, which is what we are this week. So well done, fellas. Get a warlock to control your MP3 volume. I'm not entirely sure what that is. Hmm. So. Hmm. More information, uh, please. Maybe it's on the YouTube video. It's a very nice, wholesome review. It is. We do love a good, wholesome review. And with that, I think it's time to uh, to kill the show and let Night Demon go to bed and let Respawn go back to eating whatever he's going to start eating and <laughs> let Vodori go back to playing. Let, let me go back to laying floor in my house because being an adult is amazing. <laughs> Right. Well, thank you for joining us this week. Your Titans have been parody of Night Demon. Your Hunter is no, 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 no. Unreal. Nope. Sorry. All, you, all the Warlocks. Thank you for joining us this week. Your Warlocks have been parody, Night Demon, No One Responds in Real Life, and Vidoti. All are Warlocks. You can email the show at two Titans and a Hunter at hotmail.com. Hashtag all Warlocks. You can find the show on Twitter at two Titans underscore Hunter. Hashtag Warlocks. You can find the show on Facebook and Instagram. You can join the Frozen Clan at join.frozen.party. You can find your favorite Guardian on Xbox Live or, I guess, PC if you want to talk to those people. You can watch the show on YouTube, listen to the show, and please leave us a review on Apple Podcasts. You can also find us on Google Play, Spotify, and everywhere. Fine podcasts make their way into your ears. And if any of you fine folks have a clip of, you know, embarrassing a Frozen Clan member, particularly one of us, 
or you want to make a video to respawn singing or just a video of any sort any sort of fan thing if we have fans and you all like us enough to make things send them to us link them to us <laughs> let us know about this dandied you asked i have delivered if you want to make a thing let us know about the thing we like fun things but yeah if we have fans if you guys are out there let us know make us things link us things and until next week say goodbye everybody okay love you bye bye, bye. Do you want to take us through the the other bits, and then the end of show? Um, yes. No, no. There is only there is no other bit. There is only end of show. No, We're no. Done. It says other clan. It does. It really does. Just clan recruitment advertisement. You you, feel bad. you could join the frozen clan, but really you should go join no, another clan. Not our clan. I give up. You, you act like you have given me additional information here. I I have nothing. You know the thing that we used to do that we haven't done for a while? Yeah. Where we advertise the clan? Yeah. Did you include what the clan is at some point, or am I supposed to just make one up on the fly here? (laughs) Does anybody want us to advertise? Oh, God. No. Not a single person has ever mentioned that they want us to do this. I'm not sure anybody joined the ones we did. No? did. Mm -mm. Where? I'm, I'm not being silly. I'm, I'm honestly asking you. We, we, if it's we've there. done it several times. Lots of people. We had like about two or three people that wrote in and said, could you advertise our clan? Well, where have we put this information? We say it on the show, don't we? That the next week we ask people to come. give us I understand this. Oh, I see what you're getting at. I thought you meant we had a clan that someone had asked about that you were just messing with me. No, no. But no, you're half awake and I'm not catching on quickly. So there we go. The chances increase for you to complete weekly and daily bounties. Chances increase. Oh, I see. As you complete daily and weekly bounties. So do more things, you'll get a better chance at the rare bounties. They're not giving us any numbers, so make them up as you go along. Uh, they're also guaranteed to drop. You know, I'm just going to stop, stop and just read all this again because I didn't realize these three bullet points were all the same thing because I didn't read ahead. Because it's been that kind of a week. So, um, you weren't here whenever Demon asked who who the hell Vid- 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 Duty. this guy. Yeah, because yeah. <laughs> that's not his IGN. That's, this is I don't know where he got this name from. It's not what he uses in game. The puzzle is uh, the puzzle. To see, uh, hang on. You'll be, you know, you'll be. Have... That sound can only mean one thing, and one thing only. We have yet to been. We also have some performance issues, like my reading of these notes. We've. Like I said.